0: There we go. I am Craig Shoemaker. This is Game Changers with Vicki Abelson.
1: It is. And Craig, it's been exciting, hasn't it?
0: You're five minutes late because <laughs> I, she's doing everything here. I, I, I
1: Because Pete, my, Pete George has the nerve to have a stand-up gig in Cleveland.
0: He's in Cleveland tonight he's a, he's and left, Cleveland. left you here alone?
1: He, he left me here with my with your son. your son
0: who does not want to he, be here. Who is
1: disgruntled. <laughs> Harry is disgruntled. <laughs> he's got hands on
0: hips. He's got
1: he, he does not want to be doing this at all. Oh, and Facebook has us blurry, which is always really nice when Facebook does. And look, listen, we, we're listen, not even. When
0: you, when you get to BR age, you want a little blur. <laughs> I remember when, a, when I was a kid, when I was a kid, like, I remember watching Sybil Shepherd. They put, they put a, a sweat sock over the lens for moonlighting.
1: Get out of here. I, yeah, oh, was,
0: uh, she, she was she, gorgeous. I know. Well, she was a lot more gorgeous with that with that whole look. See,
1: we're not blurry on the, on the iPad. Okay. We're only blurry on the thing. I don't know why it's not letting me touch
0: it. (laughs) That's what he said. I've done a few shows in my time. I've never had, you know, like Craig Ferguson setting up the camera, going, make it wider.
1: (laughs) I'm telling you, this is a horse and pony show, but because it's such a homespun, lovely thing, people like this because they feel like they're in the living room with us. Because that's what it is. Is there they're, anybody in the living room with there, us? There or are, is it just there, the two of us? No, there are people in the living room and there'll be more people coming. Okay. See, they're, they're, they're gaining they're in numbers. <laughs> they're,
0: they're, it's distracting it's, to watch me on delay. I i know. Want a delay, so it's, it's, let's, let's see how long the it's, delay it's, is. It's blurry, like that. the soft focus.
1: All right, before we get into the show, I, I want to give a shout out to a couple of people who make my life so much better. Do you okay. have angels in your life?
0: Yeah, I guess so, Sure.
1: So one of the angels in my life is uh, Rick Smolke from Quick Impressions in Chicago and he's my printer and if you need anything done yeah. if you need business cards I you I do need, Okay I'm Rick telling you, He is going to set you up Quick How Impressions do I get a hold Chicago of him. I'm going to I'm going to hook you up Okay and if you guys want to get a hold of him the link is in uh, the uh, the show ad the promo for the show. He made these tissue boxes. Yeah, I Mackenzie Phillips came... You're not on here because this was before you... Because it's before Rick has to make me new tissue boxes. You know, I
0: wasn't going to point that out, but <laughs> I'm glad you did. Well, we of need course, new tissue boxes. Of course, because. anyone that's ever been a guest on anything, you're going, where am I? Put if on the wall... I'm nowhere to be seen anymore. You'll, you'll get I was on the on next... I, was, I did a Women Who Write. You did
1: a Women Who Write, and you'll be on the next... You did it with Rumor. Isn't Rumor incredible? Do you remember yeah, the girl who absolutely. sang? And, and,
0: and, and Christine...
1: Christine Blackburn, yeah, sure, yeah. Fresh, fantastic. It was a great show.
0: Yeah, I met
1: her there. Is uh, that where you met her? Yeah. Did you so. do her podcast after that? Yes, after I did. The, see, there yeah, you see, go. Everything
0: you've led to everything in my career. All roads <laughs> lead to. A,
1: I was watching I a like podcast.
0: Six Degrees of the cable center.
1: <laughs> I was watching a podcast that Craig did last week when he thought he was coming here. Oh my God, so, it was <laughs>
0: the strangest day. I was on the t- Tonight's Show. The, the, no, anyway. it's not the Tonight Show. Well, it's called the Tonight's Tonight Show or something like that. The I Show think, Tonight i don't think that's it either
1: it better not be called the tonight they were really show.
0: wonderful though they're yeah. wonderful hosts but i arrived there and i have been here before but yeah I, so i'm like you know my assistant does all the you know the calendar Randy, is so, it Randy? Uh, ricky, I'm, ricky. So I'm, I'm pulling it up Hi, on the ricky. calendar and it just says and i thought maybe you renamed it i just wasn't thinking okay and i have been on the road and i'm driving I'm going. Wow, this is a shorter distance than here, and uh, just threw I'm that sorry. little resentment in through the rain. I just took a ferry. I
1: have to go to your neighborhood on Friday. I know, but it not for so, me. No, no, no but don't I, put I, it I, on I,
0: me. You put the guilt monkey right back on me. I have to go to your neighborhood. crazy. I'm going to
1: Bogey's tomorrow night.
0: No way. It's I, around the corner. From I'm going
1: me. to see Snuffy Walden. Oh, San you are Netflix. not. That's a
0: big. That's a big cougar hang. <laughs> You're going for the cougar hang. I know about bogeys.
1: I'm going to see Sarah Nimitz and Snuffy Walden tomorrow night. Do their electric thing.
0: Okay, all right. I might yeah. see you. I'm the Babylon Social Club is going to be very Actually, I will come over and, okay. and see you and see the cougars and the saber toothed tigers. <laughs> oh, wait.
1: I'm like slapping the thing. People. Don't ha- slap. Hey, Harry, we've got a microphone. We've got this wonderful blue. Um, Yeti yeah, microphone. A blue is good. No, yeah. it's a really good microphone. And and Kevin uh, Walt from, from Blue Microphones is a wonderful guy. How's the. Uh, would you ask people if, so if the volume is okay? that's your
0: second promo, okay? And then you, how about so, the hair? So, all right, so
1: wait, but I didn't finish with Rick. Right. He really will do your stuff okay, for good. you. Right. And for any of you out there who need anything done, Rick Smolke of Quick Impressions in Chicago, he, he ships this stuff anywhere. Anybody who is a friend of mine, any artist, he really does everything like, oh, I love like it. pretty much gratis. He's a, he's an angel. He's an, he made this. Rick, Rick, make this
0: worth my trip. He, just, <laughs> <okay>. <laughs> he will. So far, I got a hat that doesn't fit. That's
1: from him. No, what do you mean it doesn't fit? No man? hat
0: fits me. Correct. i have a giant, most gigantic he, head. Hello. My sister used to call me the human eclipse.
1: Put it on now.
0: Listen, this is, I'm telling you, to put it It's gonna be a hinge. Put it. Put I, it I, I've lived with this put, head a long right, time. Put it on now. Okay. I'm telling. Are you ready? Dave okay. has a big head too. Your What's dad that? has a big head. I'm telling Has you, he really? it's, yeah, it's going to fit now. You know, that's a secret to showbiz. See? See? Look. I'm. They, I, you know Big Head <laughs> Todd? He actually, he looks at me and goes, whoa, <laughs> I need to change my name. It's a gigantic head. Wow. But, uh, you know, that supposedly, that's a secret to show business. You know, I, I, Diana White was chosen for her big head. And one time I had a meeting with uh, Merv Griffin. Is that
1: true? Today. You know, he, my and father his, thought I looked like Diana White. Well, so that's, but your my head's head, not head big is my not, head not big enough. Not
0: big enough. So, no. I, so when I met him, I was up for a TV show, and I said, "Listen, I don't know if I'm going to get this, but I've always wanted to meet you to ask you this question: Is Go it ahead. true Did that, that Vanna White was cast for her big head? Okay. And if it's true, Merv, I'm your man." I said, "I'm an eight, a size eight. I'm a human eclipse. My sister, I would stand." So in wait, front what of her was face. the answer to that question? It, oh, of course he went. He waxes. Oh yes. <laughs> she didn't have an eight <laughs> by ten. She had eight and a half by eleven. Oh yes. <laughs> I made that up, <laughs> but that's still, a good joke. He, he, he went. He went yeah, on and TV on about. for, about, yeah, for Exactly, birth. I did write that one. But anyway, <laughs> he. Uh, so he did t- say that that's how she was cast. Was, was her big head? So, and wow. I noticed. I've been on a on a, a hunt. I've she noticed. Like I met Clint pumpkin. Eastwood. He looks like a pumpkin on a broomstick. <laughs> Certain people. Have the big head.
1: So that's the reason Most that I'm show still stars. sitting in my living room. That's exactly <laughs> what
0: explains my size 18 in your living room on a rainy night. I drove an hour and a half.
1: I'm so sorry. All right. So,
0: For some so do you know Nicole, Vin- do you know,
1: uh, Nicole Venables? Yeah, sure. I knew- oh, yes. Nicole I is do. my hairdresser. She's awesome. And she, do you see her hairspray?
0: I didn't know she had that. Crush love. Of course. It's fuck, a, off. fuck off. A, oh, that's her. Oh, hello. Okay. And I'm, it's me. No, that's
1: why she's my hairdresser. And I met Nicole through Rochelle Carson, our right. good friend, of yes. course. Yes. So we have many. Is she still in the friends. valley? Is she still she's in the in Studio City? Yeah. Okay. She has a fabulous salon, the Ruby Begonia salon, which nice. kids don't know what the Ruby Begonia. Do you remember Ruby Begonia? Yes, I do. Of course.
0: Yeah. So yeah. I can make an appointment with her now too. So this actually, not only <laughs> am I getting raisinettes, it's gonna cost me money. You, no, you're gonna to get come ra- here. no you're gonna I get have ra- to ra- ra- I, no, I have no, to, to ra- have ra- printing I don't need. No, I have no, to have a haircut. But you're gonna get she's very expensive.
1: She is very expensive. Yeah, okay. But she's worth it. Look at my hair. This is costing me
0: that's what I want to look <laughs> like, but you're going to get free. Imagine me, that, get, imagine me with that hairstyle. <laughs> you're going
1: to get free. That would be very Spinal Middle-aged
0: Bon Jovi. That,
1: that would be very Spinal Tap. So, all right. So, wait. Before we go, I want to just say hi to people who are who are here that, that, that are stopping in to talk to us. So, Mark Snyder's here. Hi, Eileen Angel. Hi, Valerie Paula. Ben Moranis is with us. Hi, Walt Kaufman. Russell Rapp. Patty Ann. Hi, Gail.
0: Let me tell you how insecure Patrick. I am. I'm going to tell you how insecure what? I am. Okay, I'm watching you read that column, right. which is all the people that are here. I'm yep. looking at the column of the two people that just left. <laughs> that's that's who you're dealing with here. Okay, We're
1: Anthony Coppola, Hi, he's Anthony. connected. You know, okay. you know. Speaking of connected, this was really interesting because I in, I interviewed Burt Young last week. Okay. So I just, as kind of a joke, said, "Were you connected?" And he said, "Yeah." And so later, I said, well, you "Were you a made man?" He goes, "Well, I already answered that. I, have, I have never, I have never known that they that that is something that anybody would admit to on the air, let alone personally, let alone on the air. Wow, that was. It's called
0: it, an exclusive. It, I think it but was. let you can get one out of me today." <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, you, by the way, how, how come you haven't asked me if I'm connected?
1: So are you connected?
0: No. Not, not you? Not well, connected. you're connected to me. Yeah. Right, yeah there we right go. now. go.
1: Yes. So, hi Bill. Hi Kim. Okay. So, Deborah. Hi. Just went
0: down another one. All
1: right. <laughs> he's he's watching the note. Don't you you can't. I can. Do, it's you, gonna hit my insecurity. Stop. Stop looking at that. Stop right, looking I'm, at that. Okay. We are a little soft focused today. So Facebook does this to me. Do they do this to you?
0: I don't know. I've never done this before. You never did it I block? came in here, looked impressive for a second. <laughs> until you started getting behind the camera and your son's going, Mom, you're going to focus on the bookcase.
1: I know. Well, that's because Pete George isn't here. Pete, okay. I miss you. Come on back. Um, people, let let us know if the sound is okay because we're there's using a lot of distractions we're going, using going this on here. Lo- I'm, this my lo- codependence code lo- is saying, "Oh my God, we went down another one." Oh, we, oh my God. No, Don't let stop. me look at this. No, stop looking. There's there's
0: 19 screens here. You <laughs> got your son in and out of the room. here telling you, you got soft focus. All right. Okay. Stop so, looking.
1: All right. Let's get back to the conversation. Let's get back to it. So, so I didn't know we were even in one. Where we're going to start a conversation. Okay, we'll start. One, what okay. I think is the most interesting thing, because I did not know this or I didn't remember this, is okay. that we're both sober
0: people. Yes.
1: But I heard you say something really interesting on that podcast last yeah. week, where you said, "Well, marijuana isn't addictive." Yeah. Now we're going to go right
0: for the juice here. I, okay, I'm going, going.
1: I'm going. Right, I'm going right it. in there. We're going right for the I'm, bomb I'm, water. We're going.
0: Okay, I love it. Okay. <laughs>
1: I haven't had, I haven't tasted bomb water in a
0: long time. Yeah, I mean, you. Me, no, 31 years.
1: Okay, so what was your drug of choice?
0: Everything. Everything that you I could You were now, now, the thing is with pot yeah. is um, it never worked for me, but I kept doing it anyway, probably thousands of times. <laughs> I always wanted to be that the comics, you know, that smoke and they seem to get smarter like,
1: like Mark Marin used to do, I guess. Well, or, they, you know, they, 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 they just
0: have that vibe, you know. Like back in New York when I was hanging with it, they they'd smoke a joint and they just seem to be, you know, just cool. They and they cool. go on stage. Oh, I'll tell you one story. I, okay. I, I don't think it, this could be an exclusive. Oh, nice. I love it. So exclusives. remember in New York uh, or back east, the thing was you could actually headline as the MC. The MC was, it was a real key position.
1: I, I was a comic in New York for five minutes, and okay. I don't remember an MC ever being the
0: headliner. Well, sort of. I mean, they keep things again. You know, Adrian Tolls Oh, well, I mean, you know, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah. you, you, you could, mean
1: like at the comic strip? Well, anywhere. When, you, okay.
0: you could save your time for the end when you're, you know. So anyway, I was MCing one night at the Charm City Comedy Club in Baltimore. Okay. And uh, it was me, Max Alexander, and oh. Bill Maher. And uh, That's a good so job. I went up. And I was killing. I did really, really well. Mm-hmm. And I said, here's Max Alexander. I go outside and Bill Maher uh, lights up a joint. By the way, it doesn't, I'm not outing him, as you know. <laughs> you <laughs> so, are not outing <laughs> so, Bill. He outs himself every single week on his show. Yes, he does. He, and, and he goes, uh, that's really good, isn't it? And I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> and, and he, again, he goes chill smarter. I go dumb paranoid. Yeah. I mean, major paranoid. Just heightens all those senses. So I go back in. Now I'm in front of the same people that were loving me. And I'm now I'm thinking, why are they looking at me? It was horrible. And I was literally freaking out. I was t- having a panic attack. And so then the only good news was I got to the part in my act was celebrity smoking pot. And I never did it so well. I totally immersed myself okay, in all wait, the Okay, wait a minute. I need to
1: see it. Do you remember that bit? Can you do a little?
0: Well, yeah. I, I mean, that's...
1: Oh my god, you had a big bad. celebrity
0: smoking pot. I want to see. Well, well, the one you can't see it ended with Curly from the Three Stooges going, "Whoa <laughs> I'm trolling on the but I never. I was like the De Niro. Well, I'm not supposed to be. Able I was like to the, the De Niro of comics. back I, I immersed myself in in every I was Cheech and Chong. I was I, this oh. how long ago all was I did David Frost.
1: My, they don't even know who David they, Frost nobody is. Nobody knows who David I, Frost is. I know who David Frost I is. Won't,
0: I won't even bother. So uh,
1: Penny loves the love master. Hi Penny. Hi Penny.
0: This uh. is so bad for your ATV. <laughs> this is the worst <laughs> thing you could have.
1: Hi Dean. I'm I knew Dean you, Holterman for I, about I had 35 you now. Years.
0: I knew you had I know you had attention deficit problems.
1: You know, you, I I thought I, you opened
0: up with this really key question. All right. And now you're on to no, Penny. All right, so now I love we, Penny we, too.
1: No, we're we're gonna we're gonna t I know you know Penny. We're we're gonna talk we, I wanna talk about this. So so wait, what other celebrities smoking pot did you do?
0: Oh god, I did Cheech and Chong. Let's see Cheech and Chung. Hey Amen. It's time for a marijuana party. <laughs> Me hey, man, <laughs> and I totally got into it, and that was. And then when I came out of it again, I go, oh, okay, here's Bill Maher and I introduced him and just got the hell out of there. It was so. So you didn't pop, get,
1: you didn't get pop, high before your sh- your show? No, I couldn't. I, yeah. I couldn't.
0: I was just. It didn't. Did you
1: drink before your show? Oh, I drank during the
0: show. I you was d- one of those guys. Hold a beer on the stage. You know, a, a
1: beer. Well, you weren't like drunk though when you
0: were doing your show. Well, are I've you? been drunk on stage, yeah, for sure. But I, it was like. It was kind of like were the, you functional? It was kind of like the 80s cigar mm-hmm. was, a, uh, was a bottle. was yeah. A, was a, mm-hmm. Yeah, so mm-hmm. you know, you have a cigar, you know, Bill George Burns, whatever. We would hold a bottle of, of beer, right. and you do shots with the crowd and all that kind of stuff. So it was, and it's free, which and I always
1: love.
0: Free, free booze <laughs> was always good.
1: So, so, so you were able to do your thing drunk, but not stoned
0: no no couldn't be stoned did coke too I did coke, coke, coke. Know, that would, I was okay with the coke <laughs> I guess I don't know so was,
1: all right. So I have two que- so yeah. I, I have a two part question so one part is you're thinking that marijuana is not addictive which I, I, I'm going to take a little umbrage to because I I'm know, a marijuana addict I know you are. 18 years without pot but and believe me if, I, if it was not addictive I'd still be smoking the shit Because if I could smoke it like a lady I'd be doing that because I'm, I'm a fan I was, okay, a, all I was right. a big fan. Okay,
0: I've I, I just thought of an argument for you, okay. but go ahead.
1: No, I want to hear. Go
0: ahead. Well, first of all, you know, I did a movie called Totally Baked. I know this. And it was inspired because my son asked me about pot. Okay. He says, I was doing a song, Smoker, Midnight Toker, you know, Steve Miller. Right. And he goes, uh, what's a toker? I go, uh, you know, he gets stumped by the kids. How he old was he? Like, he was like eight. Oh, and I that's said, young. No, "Yeah, man. I know he's young." And I said, uh, it's "Someone that smokes pot." And he goes into the kitchen. He pulls out a pot. And he goes, "How do you smoke <gasps> that?" that? And I, and I thought, what do you tell the kids? So I went on a little research run. Okay. And, and and got some got some heavy pot smoking people that knew the comedy about pot because they you know heavily involved in that. You know, mm-hmm. we had a number of comics in this. Um, you know, Doug. Uh, I'm blanking on his it. it's just all the pot people.
1: Okay. All the pot people. I
0: lined them all up and you know you co- know, you know, everybody got involved and it was like, Jimmy
1: Celeste. Jimmy, were you one of the pop people? I don't know if Jimmy was a pop person. Do you know you know Jimmy Celeste? He's not know.
0: he was not in the movie. Okay. Doug Benson, that's what I was thinking. Okay. Okay. He's okay. Big, I don't know Doug Benson. Yeah, very it's super high me. That's yeah, the movie he did. That tells you okay. how high he gets. So um <laughs> I wasn't I was Super
1: High Me? Yeah, yeah,
0: but... not high me. <laughs> No, 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 yeah. Yeah, If you say it really fast, it plays in the Midwest because they have no idea. But anyway, uh, so I did this movie because I really wanted to know. Now, in this research, I must tell you that I could not find anti pot people.
1: I heard you say that. Yes. Okay, so I can take you to hundreds of rooms. Well, you will find rooms filled with people. Marijuana Anonymous, right? Well, I don't, I don't go there because I, I respect the traditions, so okay. I don't name it. But right, um, there so are you're in these, a room with
0: people. There are rooms with people. But you who don't are know their names. <laughs> we don't know their names, and it has an
1: A in it. So you're on a first and, name basis. And we're on a first name okay. basis, and we say hi. I'm Vicki, and I'm. Okay. A marijuana addict. Right. And um, th- those rooms are filled with marijuana. So here's...
0: here's okay, so what I found in this... Okay. In the movie, in a very funny way, we okay. approached addiction. Which I love. And we approached big, bad health. Now, far greater than marijuana would be uh, bad eating, you know, in our country. It's just like... Really bad. I have bad I mean,
1: addiction, too. You know,
0: heart attacks. And more people die from that than marijuana overdose. By the way, no one dies of marijuana overdose. Uh, that's uh, a fact. Uh, okay.
1: They might not die of marijuana. Oh, well, actually, that's not true. With the new strains of pot, there are there are people dying. But okay. also, um, I know many people who have died as a result of the marijuana.
0: I'm not condoning marijuana use. I'm uh, just saying this is not, my research. I'm just saying that And it's no people, good for me because I have a champion gene. There's no good for any... For Yes. Any kind of addiction. Yes, me too. Now, here's too. the argument is, I'm okay. also addicted to Mrs. Maisel. So, uh, <laughs> Mrs.
1: Maisel, my friend Michael Murata was on season I, two, I, episode four. I
0: doubt that I'm going to be in a meeting <laughs> trying to get off of Mrs. Maisel. It didn't sound like that. But, uh, that's, that's, that's my point is you can be addicted to anything. I'm addicted to many but, things. But I'm talking about the actual physical chemical addiction. There is no chemical in it. Yeah. There isn't cigarettes. There is the, cigarettes THC,
1: there, there are people who are addicted to, to yeah, marijuana. I and I was one of those people yeah. that if you took it away, I would have physical withdrawal from marijuana. Yeah. And, uh. Uh,
0: yeah, because if you physical withdrawals uh, from women,
1: <laughs> I've had physical withdrawals from Cheetos. I mean, there are all kinds of That's things. what
0: I'm saying. Well, Cheetos, well, that it has chemicals. Right? Does. And they have an addictive chemical. Well, THC weight, is so. a chemical. Yeah, I mean, oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it is. I guess so. Yeah,
1: it's a drug. Yeah. So any anything that's a drug in the But pure f-
0: weed, though, uh, right from the.
1: THC. You know, and anything but that's, that, not a, that's not a it's, man it's made. Not made man, it's not man it's made. It's not a synthetic. It's not synthetic. Yeah. It's a natural. Uh, deal and anything that uh, that alters our brain chemistry i 'm addicted to caffeine
0: yeah are you not no actually that 's a good one for me. Can you believe of all my addictions wow. as a matter of fact wow. the, when I was uh, really young, I started drinking really young in ninth grade. I was so bombed at a babysitting job someone else 's babysitting job we okay. were always Raid the liquor cabinets and right. fill, fill it up. We, we, they would you put the a little line. line on there. They put a line on there. Oh, no, we were, we were hip to that. I'm not an idiot. So you put some water in there. <laughs> so I was so drunk, they had no idea how to handle me in ninth grade. So they made coffee and they jammed it down my throat. And I have never had a cup since. It disgusts Stop. me. Stop. Yes. Now, here's how I did I'm you get my, sick? Is this, that why? Oh, yeah. But I was like, okay. this tells you how an alcoholic I am. I drank again, but I didn't <laughs> drink coffee again. I drank plenty, which was causing the vomiting and of causing the problems. Course. But no, I decided to go off of coffee. Well, yeah, that'll solve it.
1: Wow, that's really interesting. Yeah,
0: so that's, that tells you the, the addict mind is how silly it is. But I think I also have a bad sense memory of my grandmother with a with a little percolator, I have a and, percolator. And, and, uh, you do I an too. old style percolator, and Obviously. I didn't like the coffee rinds, and then uh, also the sanka, the sound of her oh, little, no, sang her sang little tink, tink, tink tink on the on the cup. Sanka is a
1: disgusting, horrible thing. I don't even know if it exists anymore.
0: I don't know either, but I'll tell you. Uh, I even served it in a restaurant when I worked in a restaurant. What restaurant did you work in? Well, I worked in tons of restaurants, but they always offered Sanka Yeah, back east, in in, Philadelphia. Oh, in Philadelphia.
1: Really, okay, El. Friends right. with El. Of course, yes, is she Ellen, here? Philly girl, um, she'll be here later. Oh my God, she's there's not Vinnie here Mark, now. there you and, go. What's okay, up? Okay, so I was in the laughter yeah. company with Vinnie. 1983.
0: Oh my God! No, seriously, this is going to be surreal. Vinnie can answer this. I was in it too. No, you were not. When oh, after? In 1983. Stop. It was exactly 1983. Vinnie can solve this for us right now. Isn't this weird? No, no, stop was that. Was that you? I'll tell you who was in
1: it. <laughs> no, Joan St. Ange, Vinny, Rosie Dave. O'Donnell. I was, Dave okay, I'm, I'm right after. I'm at, I replaced Rosie. Because <laughs> don't I look like I should replace I Rosie? I replaced Eddie Murphy. <laughs> <laughs> was look in, where we went. we in your in, living room. I was in Rider P.I. Were you in Rider P.I., their movie?
0: Oh, that's right. I do remember that. So um,
1: I must have been in 84 then. Uh,
0: Peter Bales.
1: Peter and uh, Jeff Sussman. Jeff Sussman, sure, yeah, so it's, gave me my first check.
0: And uh, Dave Hawthorne, Bob Nelson was in it. Was yes, he in yours Bob, too?
1: Yeah, Bob was, the, Bob was the original after company, right, right, it was yeah. his thing, him and Eddie. Yeah, and uh, that's and,
0: how I met. That's how oh, oh, he says Vicky was after Rosie. Yeah, okay. so I was, I was after the Rosie era, <laughs> the and Rosie. then she and I ended up touring together oh, as co headliners, and then we would do improv afterwards which was basically what we had already learned at the laughter club. That's crazy. Please, get your hands off that woman. I was always there. I
1: was terrible at it, so because yes. they tormented me. I had no background in improv, I was an actress, and I had done uh, Writer P.I. because um, I did a Saturday Night Live with Billy Crystal, and Dave was partners with Billy Crystal. Yes. So when they found out I did that, they invited me to the laughter company. I was not equipped they drove I used to get back on the Long Island Railroad to Manhattan and cry every Wednesday it made me cry you made me cry Vinny every Wednesday Vinny's the nicest person in the world Vinny was the sweetheart Oh yeah. Vinny was always 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 such a good guy
0: I remember Dave Hawthorne taught me something he was in he was in a a group called Identical Triplets yeah with Billy Billy Crystal Crystal. yeah. yeah and I'll never forget this and I still teach when I teach and mentor people I tell them this so I was big my act, everything, big head, big head big, <laughs> head, big arms, flat flailing, and everything else. And we did this uh, bit on. Um, it was uh, I would go hit miss, and I, but I was delivering it like hit miss, you know. I mean, like I put my, like, like, it, like one of those Lance so Armstrong he, dolls. He, or he says that him? he says to me, sit on your hands and do not move your hands, and that that means you can bring everything to here instead of putting wow. it out here, putting energy out here. So to this day, when I'm teaching people, I remember Dave Hawthorne teaching me, because – and the bit was, I go, hit, hit miss, miss, you sunk my battleship! And it's, uh, but I've been doing, you sunk my battleship! <laughs> <laughs> so, you sunk <laughs> my battleship! So now, yeah, you can really, you know, that's feel your so emotions and you're not putting it up. Yeah. And I'll never – that was one thing I got out of the laughter company. That's
1: really interesting. And a friendship like with Minnie Mark. And that's that's a good thing. Well, what did – But he, uh, I he got, never
0: taught me how to get out of a straitjacket, though. You know, that was <laughs> –
1: I got a husband and two kids out of it because they drove me to stand-up because I needed to learn how to defend. They were all stand-ups, I wasn't. Yes, that's right. I went to take a class to defend myself. It was Gabe Abelson, who then became my husband, and who gave me my two children. And today is Samantha Abelson's birthday, her 21st birthday happy birthday Samantha right. I love you and I miss you Samantha I up her, with my 20 year old son she had her first legal drink tonight she's drank before
0: okay. but her, yeah. and
1: she taught my mm-hmm. mother how to do a shots of tequila with lime and and, and salt tonight how are them, you how, how are
0: you with your kids drinking I mean that's that's been one for me that's you know I wonder if they got the champion gene you know and, and I that from both f- sides By the way, of- do you know that reference, the champion gene? Well, I, I can... So write in if you know the, uh, what that reference is. Okay, I don't is.
1: know where it's coming from, but I figured out what it's it is. It's a movie, yes. Oh, it's, it's
0: a movie. It's a movie. Um, back in the 80s. Let me see if anybody gets it. All right, wait. You know, they, haven't had, they don't have it yet. Thanks, so, Vinny.
1: Vinny's wishing Samantha happy birthday. Um, <laughs> Vinny said, let's talk about me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we have been way We've too been much, to- Vinny. we were
1: talking about you, Great, great, great.
0: Great, great, great. I don't know about you... I have no memory from the last 20 years. I couldn't tell you anyone's act, but I could go back to war with war. Well, take everyone's act from back in the day. I don't know anyone anymore.
1: Because I, that's because we were getting high and we, were, we had sharper brains.
0: Well, not only, that, not only that, there was such a passion for the hang and a passion for the business. And now I could care less. I just do my job, and I go away, and I just have an opening act for eight minutes.
1: Well, it's also... So I don't have to
0: watch anybody else. It's
1: also because you have a big life now. Back then... Big, yes. Back then, I mean, I our whole lives... lives. Well, yeah. That's right. That yeah. was our life. Exactly and now right. we have big lives with, with kids. So you asked me about kids. No training. one got it.
0: No one got no it. No one's got champions It's from... Pope of Greenwich Village.
1: No, stop because I had Burt. I had Burt Young last week on my show, okay. who has that great death scene. Like, right. And Eric Roberts is a friend of mine, and I've had Eric Roberts. Oh, well, on the Eric show. Roberts has a
0: scene where okay. he he goes, <laughs> he goes. He bought a uh, he bought sperm from the horse to make horses. You know, he's at the tower, break, I got I got the you jerk the horse Charlie. He's got the champion gene Charlie. <laughs> I you know Eliza, watched, Eliza watches. The sh- Eliza
1: no way. Garrett, she watches the show that she cast Burt Young. Don't. I hope. Hey, you, I hope that
0: was an okay impression of your of your husband there. Listen, what could happen? He took my thumbs, Charlie. Jimmy that bug took my fucking thumbs, Charlie. It hurt so much. <laughs> Listen, it's the only place I could do that and anyone would get it is going to get it. But
1: listen, what happened? Because Bert did the show last week. Eliza was watching. Yeah. She cast Bert in a, in a short film from last week. So you can get... You too! Listen, I'm
0: looking for something to happen here so far. <laughs> Eliza! So far, correct. I have to you're go th- get an expensive haircut. I got you're, a hat that won't fit and you're some reason.
1: I was told I was too young. She's doing a film about uh, older people talking about comedy, I think it is, mm-hmm. or being funny. But anyway, you're too young for it. So so talking about kids, I love you, Samantha. Happy birthday. Having she's drunk by now. She was doing shots Oh, I was of I was gonna
0: say to you, so my kids, How I old is fe- your oldest? I fe- he's twenty, but he's been drinking. Okay. As a matter of fact, last year we went to my bar that I grew up going to when I was a kid. In Philly? No, in uh, Jersey, the Jersey Shore. Okay. And we it's called the Princeton. And now they've divided up. It's huge now, and they literally divided up into sections. You got the the old people doing the folk music, and then they had. So I went to his room. But the best part about it, he. What's I, going on in his room? His room is like modern dance. You know, everybody, you know the shots and all this. So I got in there and I'm dancing. I'm teaching them. You know, they did "Staying Alive" because they do blend our music in there. So I'm doing the. You know, I'm doing authentic, <laughs> authentic. Oh, good, disco? Now, oh yeah, I'm t- and they're looking at me, and I'm oh, going. I'm just, stand just night. telling you right now. Okay, all right, I'll tell you. So that anyway, story. I uh, danced with him that night, and he said, "This is the greatest night of my life," and he kept oh. saying it. Oh, it's good until he got drunk and kept saying it uh, like the repeat drunk. Uh, this is the greatest uh, night of my life are you with my buy- father. Are
1: you buying him drinks? No, I'm
0: too cheap. I wouldn't do that. No, I'm not gonna. I'm I'm He's I don't buying think his I, own
1: drinks. I don't, actually, I don't know the
0: answer to that. I don't remember pulling. I only danced. I only did even he have been, fake ID
1: mean, or did he not even need? He has
0: fake ID. He's yeah. got the whole deal, which he just got nailed for. But did uh, he? Oh yeah. But um, he was. So we danced that night. The only good news on it was I did have fun. I do love dancing. Was uh, the girls that were dancing? He, he attracts a lot of girls, mm-hmm. and uh, they go, "Your dad's a dill." I was oh, like, "What? Best.
1: A dad I want to fuck?" Dad, dad,
0: oh, like oh, never heard that, of a DILF? I didn't. I got the, I, only, I got the DILF tag. And listen, <laughs> running running like I have been for years with the kids, Love middle it. age, and <laughs> a minivan, you know, you want to hear you know, like a little they something. A dilf. Yeah, you want to hear a DILF, for God's sake. I didn't and know they, there were DILFs. Oh, well, they said it. And I was like, good thing I didn't show them the dad bod that goes with the, yeah, because that doesn't look so good. And I was so drenched, we had to keep going into the bathroom <laughs> to get the dryer. <laughs> We have video of it. My son was howling, laughing. I, I got drenched, and it was titty sweat. It was horrible. So I was no Dilf <laughs> with the titty sweat. And we're in there, boom, you know, we're doing this. You can't this
1: move the dryer in a. No,
0: no, we took the shirt, and we're going like this. <laughs> we're doing like this with the shirt, and I literally got bounced. I'm a grown man. I got bounced out of a kid club. I said uh, That's enough of that. It was my third time in there, drying off, and I was there with no shirt on, and they bounced me. The nudity. The
1: congress.
0: Dilf for nudity. <laughs>
1: story for your wife yeah. um, my wife
0: has this is the weirdest thing I've never met anybody like her she has zero and I mean zero jealousy so oh. there's a good thing and a Although bad thing about I know about you that. don't
1: because I heard about her and Ryan Gosling and I gotta say Ryan's my boy too <laughs> oh really oh, he, it, it, it any time anytime
0: any- he's not he's not showing up anytime at our house <laughs> you think he's gonna show up hey uh, get rid of those kid toys Let's let's roll this out here. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> she
1: she's not jealous at all.
0: It's zero. Now here's the bad side. Well, of When's that. her birthday? Here's the bad side. Okay. Of that. I go. I said, honey, does that mean um, no one would want me? <laughs> Do you really? That, so there's the bad side of it. But the good side of it is she has such confidence in, in our thing. relationship and herself and wait, me. And, wait,
1: wait, wait. Roll this back. Yeah. When's your birthday?
0: I'm not going there. Just tell astrology. me. Just tell me no, when your birthday. No, I hate astrology. I think it's the most, it's I'm the gonna, most, to the, the biggest myth, it's the biggest myth ever. I'll tell you
1: everything. I'll tell you why she's oh. not jealous. I'll give you the reasons.
0: I have never, I have stumped every astrologist, every astrologer. All right, Zoe Moon? Zoe Great. Moon, yeah. Do you know do you No know one Zoe? has ever, ever guessed my birth sign. And Don't look it up.
1: Oh, wait a minute. I know what it is. Oh, damn it. You know yeah, why I know what fair. it is? Because not... we're the same. Oh. Scorpios. Oh, yes.
0: We're supposed to be sexual. The highest. Oh, it's such bull. You think some you think some Amish guys going, oh, yeah, I can't get enough of that, oh, yeah, I did her in the back of the buggy there, you know, I mean, a lot of mules watching us, I mean, really, it's, it's, it, uh, it's, don't get me started with that. Hey, that Amish Now we can have an d- argument that, about that. That, that and, Amish guy huh? when he's
1: in the top of the haystack. Oh, yeah. That Scorpio oh, Amish guy.
0: get some, I'll give you a stinger. In the okay, so
1: let's get back to kids and okay. drinking, and, and so.
0: It's tough because there's the one side where you don't want to, you know, prevent him from Does anything. he have the ism, do you think? Yeah, well, mm. it's not up for me to say, is it? Yeah, well, you no, know, it's not. But, um, you know, there's chances are both parents. Did they ever His mom help? was the one that got me to stop drinking 30-some years ago. Isn't that weird? Is she sober? Uh, yeah.
1: So, wh- okay, so what got you in the room? What, 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 why did you get sober? I went with was- Rochelle. This is crazy.
0: All right, no, don't give up her anonymity.
1: <laughs> I, I'm not. Okay.
0: I, I went with her to a party. Oh, right? ah. And, uh, and with this girl I was dating, Carolyn, and I said, uh, hey, it was a cake party. I said, I'll get you guys a beer. And they go, we don't drink. And I'm going, too hot women don't drink? I always thought an alcoholic was a big bulbous nose Mr. Plunkett. Sorry I broke his end, <laughs> but he was a drunk. He was like brown bag. I thought that was a alcoholic. Right. And there were others, but I never saw one that looked like these two. Right. And uh, I said I said, You don't drink. I said, What do you want? Solids? <laughs> like, I don't what do you mean you <laughs> don't drink? You're on solids. So so uh so I had the beers and I just went, yeah. Okay, I'll drink yours for you and I, you know, pounded them down and, and Rochelle of course knows everything about everybody. She goes, he's an alcoholic. <laughs> she, she had no pegged.
1: So so that's not a bottom. So what 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 got you? I had a lot. I had a
0: lot of bottoms. But like what's what? weird? What's weird is uh, bottoms are never like the dramatic ones. I don't know about you. Well, I I'm,
1: mean, I'm not mine, but I know people have had very dramatic bottoms. No, I mean, I died
0: once and hovered over my body, complete overdose. Okay, stop. Right went down. Now, what oh, do yeah. you mean you died? Oh, Wait, I totally died. Yeah. How? I was in Jamaica, of which I thought I was Mr. Cool, and and pot in Jamaica is so easily accessible. You make. You make these gigantic joints where you go, hey, go down the street and light me up. I mean, because it's so accessible. I lost
1: a baby smoking in Jamaica. This is, that's another long story in my book. But Jamaican pot is not to be fucked with.
0: And not only that, it's easily accessible. I mean, the roaches you put out are complete (laughs) joints in anywhere else in the world. I mean, it was like that accessible. Yes. So I had pot, Miss Jenny's cakes, which were, that was What's uh, Miss Jenny's Miss Jenny's, she had like a little hut, and you go and you buy yeah. cakes, and the cakes are filled with uh, oh, hash I didn't, and everything oh, else.
1: I didn't know about Miss Jenny's cakes, I had thank a, God. A
0: Coke, meth, uh, Red Stripe beer. Red Stripe beer. All, all the same night. Mm-hmm. And I'm watching a concert, yeah. and I went, and they said my giant head, it was like a meteor, <laughs> because I passed out up here, so the whole thing was all weighted, and it went, Kh-gum! I mean, imagine that sound, makes almost, the sound was unbelievable. But <laughs> I mean, imagine this thing. Did you thing hit, did you What'd you, become, would you country, hit? Yeah. Whoa. And I went out, hovered over my body, and I still remember what the guy said. This other Jamaican guy, Rasta guy. what did he say? He goes, oh, I had another thing, this, what, this another. Wait, wait, wait. 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 You He's, remember hovering over? I hovered over my body, and I could hear the voices trying to revive me, everybody freaked out. I happened to know these two women. One was a nurse, thank God. And I'll never forget the Rasta guy goes, pasty mom did too much mushroom tea. <laughs> And I had mushroom tea, too. So I forgot about that. That was also served in Miss Jenny's. So the mushroom tea, meth, coke, all in one night. And, um, and I was gone for a while, where to the point where I never thought I'd leave the island. I thought I was gonna be one of those guys that walks up to you and were says- Were you in a coma? Yeah, well, I, then, I, then I had, uh, oh, this, I never talked about this. Like, literally, you told I told me, you, like, we're getting exclusives. Okay. No, this is totally exclusive. Right. I had- uh, You heard it here. I was, uh, unfortunately, they left me by myself eventually that A night. A nurse left you right I know, they had to go somewhere <laughs> to bring me to die. But uh, I was revived at that time. But I'll never forget, I actually had thoughts that I'll never leave the island. I thought it was going to be one of those wax, you know, those complete whacked out guys that walks up to you in a trench coat. Like you felt
2: you like know. a vegetable? Well, yeah. Kinda. I'm just going
0: to like repeat stupid stuff like the, the, the Roman numeral 21 looks like the <laughs> inside of the generator. I thought it was going to be one of those guys, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> just coming up with strange facts and I thought I would never leave the island. That was the thought I had all night long and literally the devil just like the animal house, and right. God spoke to me. They were both arguing, you know, I've got you, no, come to me, oh, I've got you. This and, is a hallucination from the mushroom then, tea, and then, I'm and saying. And oh, everything's spinning, it was one of the craziest nights, and that was not my body. I was gonna say, nope. you, you
1: of course got high after that. Well, as did gradually I
0: went right back in, the next mm-hmm. day I said, oh, just one joint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. so, that's it's just the thinking, and you know, I'm, I'm glad I don't do that anymore. So
1: what, what actually got you to stop?
0: Uh, dating a hot chick (laughs) so so you did it for for her oh no I had been thinking for a long time I one time another story I've never told was I was at this outdoor fair and uh, do you know what iridology is no it's the study of your eyes okay iridology and they can look inside and they really can I mean you can see the clear the clarity and everything oh wow so uh paid a couple bucks and she's looking at me and she goes and I was with my buddies and she goes, Why are you doing this to your liver? And I go, What? 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 <laughs> and I was, I was like, she goes, Oh, oh, you you must stop drinking or you could die. And I go, Hey, give me a beer, I'll have one for you. You know, I was like, you know, Being whistling what? in the dark and all that kind of stuff. But those messages were always peppered throughout. And the bottom was the bottom. It happened to be, you know, dating was someone there, who was. There, who was
1: there was there a day? What was, okay, my last drink was a glass of Manischewitz wine at a Sager. That's really sad. That's a really sad time to give up booze. What, what was... Mad Dog
0: 2020. Mad Dog 2020 was your last drink? No, remember that? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Moby Day.
1: So, so what is your, what what makes you have, it? what makes the last drink the last drink? What makes that one the last drink?
0: It was, it was the day that I finally said that I was, you know... One of those people. <laughs> you, you
1: called yourself an alcoholic? Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was that, that day, was. It was everything was, was over. I mean, after that. No, nothing. Even, even though I tried drinking again. I could did? Even, oh, yeah. I went out a few times. I could never get rid of that thought from that point forward once I said it. It was the strangest thing. I mean, I, it was literally a transformation that took place just from saying the words. I just did an intervention last week.
1: Uh, Alright, wait, I, I'll just hold that thought for one second, yep. my therapist called me an addict, she said, how much pot do you smoke? And I said, oh, like a hit in the morning, a hit in the afternoon, a hit at night, you know, I didn't tell her I was smoking 20 joints a day, Whoa. and she called me an addict just from smoking a couple of hits a few times a day, but ever since she said that to me, once she said that to me, she killed my butt, that was it, it was over. I could did never. You her even, her first? <laughs> I stopped. You didn't want to. Course I of course, I <laughs> just But I no, I actually didn't. I did keep going to her, but I also never enjoyed getting high again. Yeah, it ruined it and because I thought an addict was somebody that had a needle sticking out of their arm. Yeah, you have
0: those concepts, and like I said, I thought an alcoholic was my uncle. Also, he was really, really uh, big. He used to say to me, he called me Neff. He goes, "Yo, Neff, I would rather be a good liver than have one." Oh wow! And that was his mantra, and he died sober seven years, but he died of liver damage. So
1: now, were your parents scared. addicts, alcoholics? Did it run in your family? Not for me to say. Okay, Not but I mean, me was there was there booze and was there booze in your background?
0: Not for me to say. Okay, All right. okay <laughs> that's like, fair. I will tell you that uh, smoked pot with my grandmother. Wow. You know.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> I mean, I
0: didn't know that. Yeah, I said, I said she grew in the backyard. I said she grew it in the backyard. <laughs> I said, what if poli- the police find us? She goes, I tell them I've got glaucoma. <gasps> oh my God, what year was you this? You think
1: they're going to arrest me? Come on.
0: <laughs> she's, she's got these tiny little wrists. She goes, the
1: cuffs won't fit. <laughs> That's hysterical. Yeah. Uh,
0: one of the funniest nights of my life when I was about a year or sober, I went to the Jersey Shore. To, my mom had a rental house. and mm-hmm. One of the weirdest moments of my life, and I was just trying to get clean... And I pull up, and there is, right in a row, my sister, my grandmother, and my mother lined up all sharing a joint. Wow. And It was so surreal to see that, and especially because I was newly uh, clean, and uh, it was... it was. <laughs> Did they offer it to you? No. I, think, I don't remember Because my
1: but... family continues to <clears throat> offer me a drink once yeah, a Yeah, I know,
0: I know. People yeah. don't really get that. I still get... You know, people buy me a gift. You know, to walk right. in my door. They always, you know, here you go, and right. you, you know where that's going. That's yep. going to go to when I walk in someone's. That's better. right.
1: That's the regifting. And the oh, problem
0: is because I don't drink, I don't know what good is anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm going. I have to check when people. Go, is this good? Because I'm about to give it away, <laughs> and they're going to think, Oh my God, look at this rot gut. Well, I've done that. i know I have to check on these things. I've you know, and then uh, it ended up being stolen. You know, because I have you know collections of people giving me. You know, free booze, and then yeah. it gets stolen, and I know I know who did it.
1: Uh, the kid, of course. Yeah, he had a party because once he, when yeah. he was. He's doing to you what you did, and when he was
0: in ninth grade, he had a party, and it was not good. I was away in Chicago, and oh, oh yeah, he had girls sleep in my bed. Oh, it was probably it was, oh, what I heard. Wow,
1: your son's quite. He, he sounds like the guys I was hanging out with. Oh yeah, he's
0: yeah. I just got him on Bold and the Beautiful. Week, I, I know, saw, I saw see that somewhere, that that yeah. That's so sweet. Line. Yeah, I got him on a couple episodes. I was on that show too. Yes, I, I know played, played a porn was. producer, which is hysterical. <laughs> I got to do Love Master Lines, oh, yeah. They yes. let me add lib, it was really cool, you know. On a soap
1: opera, they let you add lib. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's it's, crazy. You have
0: to memorize these lines like minutes before. every day. I felt like Marlon Brando. I don't know if you ever heard, but. He would put oh, notes yeah, in a yeah. tree. He would write it on forehead. His, yes, he would
1: write it. That's on his why
0: head. he would talk so slow. He's looking around going, <laughs> I give off, uh, of yours. Uh, I'm gonna, one of my uh, uh. So that's what I was like on Bold and the Beautiful. I had notes everywhere on my, oh my desk all, There's so many lights you gotta learn them like that, and you only get one, two takes. So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a little pressure, but he only had one line. Maybe, so just supposed to be an extra, I figured, help pay from college, at, not in my pocket, out of my pocket. Nice! So, um, NYU, they,
1: my daughter's at NYU. They upgraded them, though.
0: So oh, he, got, he, got, so a, he nice. got a line, yeah, there you go. So he'll get a sack card if he gets another couple He's of those. not going to act, it's not his thing. What does he want to do? Uh, sports management.
1: Ooh, and my son at sports cancer. I know, I yes. know. I
0: told him about my SiriusXM XM show.
1: Which is so tell us about your serious XM show. Well, I have a
0: show uh, You have a few shows. We're gonna talk I about I No, I have a show on SiriusXM. XM. To be honest with you, I'm not sure if it quite resonates with where I am these days. Why is that? Because I don't like athletes like I did before. And I have finally realized, maybe this year, that I'm not gonna be a professional athlete. <laughs> I think I've accepted. I think I'm told to be a coach at this point. It's a tough one to accept when you're. I mean, you just dream, dream, dream. Which,
1: what did you want to be specifically? You know, Anthony Fedorov. Yes, I do very well. I, I just, love Anthony. Yeah, so
0: do I. I just saw him. On Tommy just... Moore. He has hi, pictures Tommy. of. Hi, Tommy. He's gonna bribe me with the pictures. Um, but hi, anyway, Anthony. Will
1: Miller. Hi, Dr. Will. Get out. Yeah, there he is. Oh, my. God. now, yeah. remember I we told you I can remember times.
0: people's act from back then, I know nothing anymore. You know Dr. Will? Yeah. I, I remember a bit that he did, um, he would. Will. He went into uh, like the hotels, like a motel, and they always have that shower cap.
1: Oh yes, it's lovely. And, and
0: he would, yeah, but he would put it on, and he goes, this is, like, I don't know what his words were, is there, a, come here cupcake, or whatever, <laughs> this is supposed to look good, you know, you're, you're on your honeymoon, <laughs> and you put that, I'll never forget him with that cap on. That's, that's, that's my memory. A but bit anyway, funny. so yeah. so yeah. I mean, I, I try to encourage Justin to take his own path, but obviously he Wait, has. Wait, what?
1: What sport did you want to play? What was your dream? Oh, anything. No, but come on, you had to have when you were a kid a.
0: Well, the problem was, this was the dream. Was I was so far behind, not only from drank at a very very early age, uh-huh. so I already. Was going down that way. And road.
1: where did you, you grew up in Philadelphia. Philadelphia yeah. yeah. And are you in the inner city, or are you in a suburb? I
0: started you? in the city, mm-hmm. this Mount Airy section, then moved to the suburbs. Mount Airy Lodge? No. My dad, oh. that's where he ended up. Running a cult, by the way, in his own cult. In the, and running mule rides in the Pocono Mountains. Oh, I heard your story about the My father
1: was a master of ceremonies in the Catskills and played. Oh, they, they, and Gabe yeah. played Mount Airy. Well, this is We were in the Champagne. We, we in the big
0: champagne jacuzzi, yeah, 10 foot no, high.
1: We had the pool in the, in the yeah, room. Yeah, the heart-shaped pool in
0: the room, yes. I was there every year I performed there. I want to go yeah, back. You
1: opened for Three Dog Night there. Oh, nice. Yeah, that was a good gig. So, yeah. So so so
0: I was, so I was a very late bloomer. In high school, I was like 5'1". Yeah, see, I don't get ninth, this. ninth grade, I won the shortest. All right, I you're very tall. Yes. But uh, and my Wait. mother my mother I hated, I went I hated being small. My mother would go, she would always comfort me. She goes, I'm telling you, you have big feet, you're gonna be very tall. Said, Thanks, Mom. I was like, I just In I relied grade, on my big you were feet. One? Yeah, ninth grade was oh, that's sad. At 92 pounds. I was the only wrestler that had to gain weight. I took weight gaining wow. pills. So it was, it was all. And I remember so my coach saying, "Eat a lot of popcorn." I was pounding on popcorn. Really? I was, oh yeah. What
1: is popcorn? Baby? Buttered
0: popcorn. It's uh, I don't know. That's what he said.
1: That was at your Listen,
0: you listen <laughs> to the guy he was a science so, teacher. So oh, wait. So
1: when did Just you go Benson. from five one to six two three? Well, what
0: happened was, uh, so I went out for different teams. But well, I was how could
1: you play at five one? You can't play basketball.
0: I football. I tried everything. Are you kidding? I baseball. You I'm could a play very, us. very stubborn guy. Okay. You, know, you can't tell me. What not Scorpio. to do. Is that what it is With the Scorpio. Yeah, I'm telling you. Oh, my God. Yeah. By the way, if you're out there and you're any other sign, I know you have no will for anything. <laughs> you no, know, You just let obstacles get in your way. But us Scorpios, <laughs> we charge through with we, everything that we, we have. We do.
1: I mean, and people who know both of us know we persevere. I'm sorry. Okay. We yeah, persevere. just because we're Scorpios. All right.
0: So anyway, uh, I... I just kept you know that's been my life is perseverance no matter what the obstacle I still go through obstacles and you know uh, no matter what I, actually my wife she does this thing you're going to like this she does this really cool thing she just stops me in my tracks mm-hmm. comes up to me and she goes she says can I appreciate you that's what she says to me can I appreciate you and I said okay and she just tells me what she appreciates about it's the coolest thing. Wait it stops minute. me from all my little da 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 i running around with my A D D whatever Asperger's I here I have now. But I anyway heard you say so that. so she stops. Yeah and she just goes, Here's what I appreciate. And one of the things recently was the perseverance that you will go through and resilience. You'll go through anything. She didn't attribute it to Scorpio, but still she just Wait said, a minute,
1: this is really fascinating. So she's learned this as a tool yeah. to help ground you. <laughs> in The moment is that what it is. Well,
0: I don't know if I'm her identified patient. <laughs> She's and around before. me. She does it so we have a great divine connection. I love that. And uh, well, actually, I've come up with a few too that we do around the dinner table. We do gratitude lists. Everybody, I do gratitude no matter how young they are, mm-hmm. oh, I love all that. All they start when soon as they can talk. But my one son, you go, I'm grateful for the whole wide world. That was his first straight year. <laughs> grateful for the whole wide world. But it's something, and then we also do what I love about. And, and we go every single one Chloe what I love about you is that, and everyone has to do it to everyone and it's a really I nice way that. to center and feel that you know that just that giant love that we have together alright so
1: now we're moving into the spiritual stuff which I wanted to talk to you about because okay. I love that you that you started this Laughter Heals and I want to know how how did this come to be well
0: the um, I've been into comedy for a very long time mm-hmm. and I Pretty sustained career, it's yes, like, oh you know, yeah. Ever since Ava Tamini's backyard, <laughs> doing it for beer.
1: We're gonna we're gonna talk about how that started. But that's so another
0: story. so yeah, I mean I've been at it a long time, you know, mm-hmm. pretty good level. Yeah. And uh, yes, I was
1: watching your videos, they have hundreds of thousands of views. That's a good thing.
0: My but my purpose just shifted. It just changed. When? Uh, well, why? What are the big ones? My ha ha moment. Mm-hmm was uh, one of my best friends, Michael Goldberg, he wrote Cool Runnings, Little Giants from Philly, the mm-hmm. whole bonding, we bonded Eagles, raising our families to be Eagles fans, watching every week, having to pull out the keys when we need a key play, like we have an effect on the game, key play, <laughs> and only certain people can call the key play, by the way. You're, Harry, you've been here one week, you can't call the key play. Harry,
1: do you know about this, key plays? No, okay. this is our thing. Oh, you know? okay.
0: You you, you you put the you, you put the there, they're kind of hard. Right. Anyway, so we, yeah, so we, we we're like, you gotta be kidding and we will blame someone for them losing oh, if course. they pull out keys on the wrong time. <laughs> we do push-ups when they score, we had a whole game. <laughs> so me and Golds were at the top of this gang. And with some others, Chad and Larry. But anyway, we uh we bonded and he directed the movie about this character I do, the Love Master. It's back in ninety seven. Okay. farrah Fawcett's in it. Oh here you want an exclusive?
1: Yes. No, I heard you tell a Farrah Fawcett story, I right? She did. She grabbed your junk.
0: She did. <laughs> I was gonna give you another exclusive, but okay. Oh,
1: give it to me. I loved it. We
0: that. waited forever for her to get out of the dressing room. Yeah. And I found out why. You know that beautiful hair?
1: Yeah. I had her
0: poster on my wall. Hell
1: yeah.
0: I'm really tall, you know, now. I grew up past the five one. No. And I look oh yeah, it was all uh Is hair extensions? It was all of it. She had hair probably this short. And I'm looking in there and going, what the no. hell is that? It okay. looked like Betsy Ross uh, was on crack. And oh, no. All, You've ruined all, it all, now. Oh, by the hair. way, I had a punchline on the, not a punchline, but an end of the one story. Because with the two of us with the ADD, this is not, not going to be good. You know, you so and my are the only in, ones who have ever told me it,
1: that I've had
0: ADD. Uh, listen, <laughs> your intervention is, is right there. I guarantee <laughs> some people are going to agree with that one.
1: Let's see if anybody's saying so, yeah. So,
0: right. uh... I go on stage one night and the, I lost the wittiest, the, the funniest, uh, to Paul de Blazy. And that's and, and my, 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 in, in, in school. Oh, and I'm I, like, why don't I, and I, I won place? shortest,
2: where they posed me
0: next you to the tallest shortest? guy. Oh, that was no win. <laughs> Thank <laughs> God that, that photo did not end up in the paper because I went in, snuck in, and stole it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. There's no way you're going to be put me next to Big Bob Warren. Who was the tallest? Oh, huge. Big Bob Warren. He was like a man. Big Bob In ninth grade, he was Big Bob Warren. <laughs> <laughs> one time I had a big party, and he, he guarded my mom, so she didn't see everybody bringing booze past her. She and couldn't get around goes, He's Warren. a very He's a very mature man. That's because he is a man, Mom. He's probably closer to your age than ours. So uh, so, so Big Bob Warren. They pose this next week. It was humiliating. Aww. Anyway, so one night at the improv, Paul DeBlaze is a teacher in L.A. now. And I said, hey, Paul DeBlaze, I go, yeah, I'm one shortest, you one funniest. Well, who's the funniest now? <laughs> I was finally able to get even. And sometimes things come around in life where, where, you, where you, you get even or you feel like you have some vindication. But anyway, so we're, by the way, they should keep track of us. Yeah, well, you, t- you tell a Penny, <laughs> tell us
1: what we're up to because I'm losing track. <laughs> I'm like, okay, what the hell is going on here? Um, okay, so... You, you were going to say that you just did an intervention. That's one thing I remember you were oh, about that to was talk the, about.
0: Yeah. What was that about? I just, uh, it, it was last week. And uh, somebody was really a friend. You, you eskimo somebody? somebody? Uh, no, you? way more than that. This was oh. heavy intervention. Oh. Where I brought a guy in who oh. runs rehabs and stuff like that. Did it oh, I was telling you laughter heels. Jeez, how can we it? back there. No you were not. I was definitely going back. This is the big key. So I was saying that what happened in my career was it started to uh, just have these little shifts of I was in it for the wrong reasons. Which was? was A lot of the wrong reasons. Some were the right reasons. Money, uh, attention, sex, Mm -hmm. sex, Mm -hmm. all of those things Mm -hmm. I thought came with it. There was all these illusions that you buy into. Mm -hmm. So golds. We go away to Arizona to film the movie The Love Master. That's where I went to school. And his his wife wanted to have a baby, and she was ovulating. And I said, "Listen, laughter works because all these people give me credit. They have sex after my show. Every guy tries to be the Love Master. (laughs) They don't sound like I do. And they're laughing, and things are loosened up. They're not trying to have a baby." All these people have babies, I'm not kidding wow. you. I'm the, no exaggeration, I can tell you. One sent me a photo of the kid was conceived in the Brea Improv I'm parking lot, about. yes. Conceived <laughs> in the parking <laughs> lot. I still see, I saw that woman the last time I was in Brea too, That's years years ago. So anyway, um, so guess what, I said uh, do the love master and he practiced and made her laugh, his wife, and I went and got sandwiches and I came back and um, baby Caleb was born nine months later. Now, there's some debate of whether it was a couple days later or a day later or whatever, but still, most likely it was Pretty that good. loosened up. Anyway, a year and a half after that, he got brain cancer. Oh, and they God. said, uh, you have three months to live. Say goodbye to everybody. And his daughter is a little year and a half year old, oh. two-year-old daughter. Uh-huh. And uh, that was my moment. That was my moment. I said, what can I do for him? You know, I love helping people, and I loved him. You know, I love him so much. So we started. Actually, uh, you had Nancy on here. We worked with... We Spark. we did some pilot programs there. Nancy Allen has it. WeSpark. Yeah.
1: If you have cancer or if you have a family member who does, they're a great support It is a great, su- it's
0: unbelievable, uh, yeah. And they let us do our laughter heels and developed a pilot program. And well,
1: so tell, tell me what, what that, people, that is. Well, oh, I
0: took yeah. people through, um, I, you know, this was all ad lib. I was on right. my own on this, just trying to develop. I came up with this fun facilitators that I trained. You don't have to be a comedian. All you have to do is make a choice to laugh Okay, so, so I do a thing called a guided lapitation, right? So, right, you can meditate, right?
1: <laughs> I'm a terrible meditator. I think about what I'm going to eat. I know it's not good.
0: I, I can imagine you. You're, you're meditating, interrupting yourself. I,
1: Nancy had to turn me on to Nancy turned me on to calm. Do you know about calm? Yeah. I oh have yeah, yeah, yeah. To yeah meditate. That's yeah. how. I, that's the only way. I'm I can, too cheap.
0: I won't buy yeah. it. But anyway, uh, I
1: just upped my year. That's how long ago it
0: was. Well, so. What I do in this is mm-hmm. laughter's contagious okay. and I also let people you know make them aware of what laughter does to you. They say it's the best medicine. Why do we not focus on that? Yeah. Why are comedy clubs not the pharmacists? Why are comedians mm-hmm. not the pharmacists delivering Laughness. this medicine, right? So it oxidizes your body, healing endorphins released, uh, stress is relieved, that's a big one your circulatory system. So many things happen if you laugh. Right. Our lungs are expanded, our brains are, you know, just the synapses are firing better, all from laughter. So why are we not doing it more? So I introduced that to the groups every week we would keep working on. Okay, up. wait,
1: how do you how do you train a facilitator? fun A fun yes. How do you train laffitation. a fun... If, if they're not into laughter, if they're not a comic...
0: Oh, it's easy, because all you're well, doing is... What are is they
1: doing to get people to laugh? Well, most
0: people can to teach meditation, right? If you just learn it. And it's the same thing. We're teaching them how to teach laffitation, And all it is is... You breathe. You do the same stuff you do with meditation, and you start. <laughs> oh, See how you just, you just smile? Oh, you just physically start to laugh. You just physically start to laugh. You just make. So you choice. don't even
1: have to have something make you,
0: that you. That's no. Funny. That's the whole point. Is you can do this. I can make people laugh at home just. <laughs> you cannot not laugh, and then healing enzymes are being released. All this stuff is happening. Just your body does not know that there's no joke. They don't wow. know, it, it, there's no difference. It's like, you know, if you, if you run, you know, your body doesn't know you're running one day and maybe, you know, uh, on the bike the next. It Your body doesn't know. It okay, just so knows it's wait, getting Okay, so has, has anybody, no,
1: no, no. Ha, do you have proof that anybody has been cured of something as a result of this? Well,
0: so uh, another thing I did is I said, um, I said, just uh, try to find more comedy. So I'd have them name their favorite comedians and comedy shows mm-hmm. or, or things that they watched. So put that on your list. How about some funny events that happen in your life and they would all have a story and just watch them, recreate mm-hmm. the story and the smiles that would appear on people, you know, I worked in a rehab recently, they're just miserable and just on, you know, they think there's no hope and all of a sudden I'd say, what happened to your kid? Oh, meet my buddy, mm-hmm. right? It starts, starts right out like that. So now they're shifted into that. And uh, it was it's really amazing what took place is I would see all these people just become alive and you have more hope when you're laughing. Because if you're getting chemo and you're in bad shape, what do you have hope for in your life? Mm-hmm. But the one thing that we can all share together is laughter. So uh, Gold's, we, we said goodbye to him so many times. He had like 19 lives. You know, it's it just horrible what he went through. He lived 15 years wow. uh, past the three month prognosis. What, what
1: kind of cancer did he have? Um, the
0: brain. Brain? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Fifteen years, I mean, he had other protocols and mm-hmm. things like that. There's right. a doctor at Duke, Henry, Henry Friedman. But all of that combined with the laughter, right. if you combine it with whatever your healing modality is, mm-hmm. I guarantee you a longer life. Mm-hmm. It will definitely happen, and that's what will manifest. It has to because of all that you're doing for yourself to shift your consciousness.
1: I believe it also helps keep people sober. I, the only reason that Absolutely. I started going into the rooms of recovery, I was... Uh, I, 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 quit through self-righteous indignation. I know you're still looking at the numbers. Stop looking at the numbers! I, oh, so we I, have double digits! So, yeah, no, so, I, I know that I quit. Not
0: worth the hour drive in the rain. <laughs> so,
1: I quit. Hey, Glenn Farrington, we were talking about you, Glenn. Hi, George Lyons, hi, Amy. Um, so, I quit through self-righteous <laughs> indignation, and I did not smile or laugh for the first nine months that I was sober, I was a miserable human being. And then I would go with my significant other and sit outside the rooms while he was in there because I mm-hmm. wasn't a drunk like the rest of those mm-hmm. losers. Yeah. And they were laughing in there. And I was yeah. like, what the fuck are they laughing at? And I decided to go in one day, and I never left because I found humor and this shared experience yeah. made being sober like the greatest thing that ever happened to me.
0: Well, there's a connected that goes on. There's when you have People sharing, you know, experiences. We also don't take sharing. ourselves very seriously
1: yeah. there. Um, right. Right?
0: I'll tell you one thing, though, I will admit. Uh, so I worked with Wounded Warriors. I worked with cancer patients. Mm-hmm. When I did work at the rehab, that mm-hmm. was the toughest. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Well, they're right off the turnip truck. I mean, they literally... Just got sober. Well, in rehab, where they're... You know, they have other They're drugs still, in them that deal with other right. drugs and everything mm-hmm. else. So that was the toughest because uh-huh. they would absolutely, you know, the righteous indignation, they were going, you're not going to tell me to laugh. Right. Oh, where's the jokes? <laughs> I this English guy, said, there's no jokes. How can you laugh without a joke? You got to have a joke. <laughs> he goes, "There's nothing funny. I can't find anything funny in what you're saying. I said, well, just make a choice. Just how about right now, just smile. Now I have nothing to smile about. I do. You have to have something to smile about. How about your own recovery? Do you feel better? Just smile, and then you can't tell them what to do. So, oh no, you don't tell them not to do. That's why there's a thing that says meant to be suggestive only. Right. Not you do this. Right. Because if you say something like that to somebody that has that righteousness, they're going to do the exact opposite. Right. So that was the most difficult I've ever had. But the same person I worked with just went with me last week on an intervention. That was heavy. Wow. I have never in my life, I was really scared. It was a friend of mine um, oh. and it was it was her sibling. Did I, they know that this was... Oh, no. 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 And by the way, folks, if you're ever doing an intervention, I would say probably I can venture a guess that no one's going to get out of the bed and go, been waiting for you. <laughs> Where have you been? Have a beer before I go in. I'm ready. Yeah. No. No. I have to tell you, it was one of the Old testament mm. to the conviction to sobriety was the way I got in there I was in full fear outside so was everyone else my one friend she goes I'm leaving my person in the car in case I have to run <laughs> it's like that everyone was frightened because wow. they know what this, this what drug like.
1: was the person addicted to mostly beer and oh, wow.
0: sure enough three o'clock in the afternoon beers everywhere gigantic wounds on the arm And here's how an alcoholic thinks. Gigantic, like bleeding, like bleeding. And she's toweling it off with a paper towel as she's talking to saying she's not a drunk. So we're going, she goes, uh, we're going, hey, you're not a vision for you right here. Honey, (laughs) if you can't see, you are dabbing. She had blood everywhere, looked like a murder scene. And she actually has the guts to say, this is how alcoholics are. She goes, if I didn't drop my lighter and have to go pick it up, this wouldn't have happened. (laughs) She blamed it on dropping the lighter but not the alcohol that brought her down. To, it was it was terrible. But uh, the good news is, I could not believe how much courage that I had. You know, I have a lot of you know people pleasing stuff.
1: I go to that program too. Well,
0: I'll tell you, this was the one time I dropped all of it, dropped all ego, got in, got on the bed with her, with the blood. And uh, and wait, when, you
1: didn't tell us why she was bleeding. Why was her arm bleeding?
0: Because she she cut it uh, two different places. Gigantic from, a beer from picking up the lighter. Oh. She, she fell okay. off the bed. I said, you know, uh, normal people aren't doing that, but, you know, <laughs> dabbing themselves at 3 in the afternoon. And then she had to stop everything to watch Steve Wilkos. I mean, <laughs> I like, this is not... Anyway, I couldn't believe the conviction that I had. And I kept doing it, too. When we left, she said no at first. And she's in rehab now. Wow. She probably is wow. four days sober. Wow. Yeah. And I'll tell you, that's... uh Wow. Yeah, and it's it's courage. I mean, you know, and and once you start to shift your life, you get the courage
1: What's the tipping point with someone like that when you convince them to actually go with you?
0: Well, there was no convincing that's for sure in full fear Full fear but did get her to say the words that um, she did say it that day She said I'm an alcoholic and Mm -hmm. that's when I knew the jig was up I told everyone that we were with that didn't know anything about sobriety. I go. Oh, no, she's going I said, she said the words, mm-hmm. and that was awesome. When I knew it, that's when I knew, okay, I can even leave now and know and have faith that she will end up wow. in a rehab, and she's in rehab right now. You know? Wow. And this was, this was heavy duty. I don't even know why I told that story, but. Uh, so, but
1: so, so, okay, so your own recovery came about just because it was a girl, and <laughs> you just wanted To please her. Yeah, nothing to do with
0: I died. Nothing to do with I overdosed. Nothing to do with any of that. It was a keg party where they went, you drink too much. Okay. Your friend, Rochelle, well, you know she's opinionated. (laughs) She is. She gave me her her
1: opinion. That makes a lot of sense to me because I quit smoking cigarettes because of Jimmy Connors and and Andy Kaufman in a weird way. Andy Kaufman had just died of lung cancer, and I was a heavy cigarette smoker. This was back in the 80s. Mm -hmm. And, and Jimmy, Jimmy Connors did not like the fact that I was, uh, we were kind of hanging out. He didn't like the fact that I was smoking a cigarette. And you know, all of my trying to quit all those years to please him, you know, oh, I, yeah. I just did. Cold oh. turkey, and I haven't smoked a cigarette since. Whatever it
0: takes. Whatever it takes,
1: right. yeah. So, all right, so let's go back to, how, how did you know you were funny? When did you know you were funny? I need a tissue, look at that. When did you know you Another were funny? story I've never told. Get out of here! Look at all these exclusives we're having. Well,
0: uh, oh, we went down, we went down double, double under double digits again. Oh, to stop <laughs> looking at the numbers. So, hi, George. Um, I uh, it was like it hit a crack when I got my first laugh with a crowd, How old? and it happened to be where I ended up in my career was I used to be hacky, fifi, you know, impressions. Never be me. But what happened was now it's all the opposites. Everything I I realized that you share experiences, like I learned, mm-hmm. you know, and no one can debate your experience. They can debate your debate your opinion. They can't debate your experience. So when yes. I speak to you here, to our the audiences, it's just from this place. It's right. from honesty and and truth, and that's what makes the funny. Absolutely. And so. Ironically, I should've learned it in fourth grade. I went in and I was a really bad kid. Um, Mrs. Stout, she, I was so bad, she locked me in a closet for a whole day with my arms tied behind my back like, like a gang like a gang would do. I was hogtied with blue what? yarn, I remember it was blue yarn. She tied you me up. You went to up. parochial school? No, no, it was a public school. And she had me like this. She goes, you sit on that box, you do not get up. And I was so defiant. I would get off the box just to look in the little vent to see her fat legs coming out. <laughs> me. I'll never forget those fat legs in a miniskirt. I get her kind of this stout. And, uh, and I would jump back on the box, and she kept me there for an entire day. But the one day she liked me was the one day I told the truth about something that happened at our house. And I still remember her face. It was like that embarrassed laugh because I shouldn't have been saying this. What did you say? I revealed, you know physical abuse, like the, my mom threw me out of all over the place. And I was describing this to the class, and people were howling, but it was like that kind of forbidden laughter. Mm. And I remember that feeling, I kept going. I kept going, and then she threw me across the room, and, and the bottle broke, and it was all over the place, and then she, did, and I was like. Wow. I will never forget that feeling. Like, oh, wow. I mean, a, attention, mm. I'm feeling good. I'm out of my anxiety, my you know depressive state or whatever it was. I was all out of it from laughter. So I got it in an early age, but didn't get. Right. You know, I just kept going in a different direction for the attention and stuff like that. But that was the hit on the crack pipe for me for, mm-hmm. for getting that laugh. And it came from saying the forbidden, you know, the stuff that no one else is talking about. Right. You know, and that's what good comedy is. I think. Absolutely. You when know. you walk off the edge. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, when you you share of yourself, people are going oh. I relate to that, I felt that, I never want to feel that again, I mean, that's what's going on inside of them in a visceral sense, and, you know, and so, that's really increased in the last 25 years for me, you know, the long career, but it just, so, ha- okay, so went. how
1: did it go from that fourth grade kid telling that story to you doing, st- what, what did you, what was the first thing you wanted to be when you grew up, a Sports, um, a sports guy, I'm guessing? Broadcasting. Oh, broadcasting. Yeah,
0: broadcasting, that's what I wrote down in my yearbook. Really? Yeah, broadcasting, and. And uh, I just thought maybe be a weatherman like this guy in Philadelphia was my idol. I did a college. Fritz recording. Coleman was just here. Oh, I love Fritz. Fritz Actually, is great. same college. We oh, really? University, oh, nice. And it was this guy Jim O'Brien in Philadelphia mm-hmm. was the weatherman, mm-hmm. and uh, he was unbelievable. He was on the radio. I wanted to be on radio, and I kept pursuing that because I wanted to be him. He was really like dynamic. Was he funny? He got really funny. Really funny. Oh yeah, be silly stuff. We wear glasses with windshield wipers. I was like, I want to be him. But um, that was the direction I wanted to take it at. And by the way, there was no shot that sports were ever going to work. But it didn't keep me from fantasizing. Right. That's why, of course. Yeah.
1: So when did it shift to? Okay, I'm going to be. A, I want to be a stand up comic. Pete. Pete just joined. Pete, you are in Cleveland. You have no business in Cleveland. We needed you here. Yeah, we did.
0: Yeah, we're all fuzzy because of you, Pete. We're,
1: we're, we're fu- no, it's not because of Pete. It's because of the Facebook we're fuzzy, but it's because of Pete that we started five minutes late. I'm blaming you, Pete, all the way in Cleveland. No, I'm not. You're wonderful. Um,
0: Where's Glenn, by the way? We're supposed to eat. What? Glenn, save your appetite. Glenn, uh, Yeah, Glenn is... Glenn Farrington. Is he he lives still- like
1: two miles from Good. here. Yeah. Um, no, nothing will be open when this is done. No! This is, this, is, this is the sticks. No, there'll be, there'll be a few things open, but not many. So okay, so. So how did it? How did it? How did it go to stand up? How did that happen for you?
0: I was working in a law firm. I was going to be a lawyer.
1: Whoa! Wait. And you're a bad student. You're a bad kid. Downtown be a,
0: Philadelphia. Oh
1: yeah, yeah. Were you getting good grades while you were a bad oh, kid? Oh, that was
0: total denial. Just like athletics, <laughs> there was no shot that I was going to. Although, although I'm one of these guys. I did when I went to college. I'm one of those people, you might be this way too, is when things are fresh, it's like the rose colored glasses go on and everything's fresh. I went I was on Dean's list. I was too and then a year later I'd be on a list the Dean wanted to see in his office. <laughs> that's that fast. That's how that's how that's how it works. Uh-huh. And and so the brains were always there. And this is another story I never also told this one. I love it. This is to give people hope. I I really was a kid with very low self-esteem, mm-hmm. and it was not being encouraged by the father, the cult leader, the narcissist, the, mo- the mother that could care less. None of that was going on. No encouragement. I mean, it was. So I actually thought I was dumb. Mm-hmm. I thought I couldn't do things. Mm-hmm. I couldn't take. I had to have Tommy Taylor took my SATs for me.
1: How did you do that? No, don't tell the kids. They didn't. I... Have, no, <laughs> they didn't
0: have licenses. Didn't have um. Oh pictures. pictures. Yeah. So he went in with my license and he took my SATs. Wow. So, but good thing he did, I got into college, I got my fresh start to get on the dean's list. So that's what I'm saying is, wow. everybody has this unlimited potential, mm-hmm. but what do we do? It's pushed down by society, our parents, whatever it is, it's pushed down, it's mm-hmm. pushed away, and then you end up believing their self-doubt mm-hmm. becomes your self-doubt. Absolutely. So I really didn't think I could do this. Mm-hmm. So I hope that people get this story is not a bragging thing, this mm-hmm. is to actually give hope to people. Mm-hmm. I thought I was an idiot. You know, mm-hmm. I thought I couldn't do these things, and now, you know, Writers Guild. You know, this career has happened. A doctorate. You know, all this stuff has happened, but it happened from one thing: mm-hmm. is not believing that anymore, and allowing this true potential to happen? shine through progress and through process, and you know all the things that it takes. But I this is again not a braggy thing. I took two tests that both said I'm a genius. Wow. Is that crazy? I mean, I was the opposite. I IQ tests that said the opposite. Well, I didn't know how to take a test. How do you know how to take a test if you grow up and eating bad food and, you know, like poor people food and, you know, bad canned lima beans and shit on a shingle? How do you, how do you end up with any self-esteem or have your brain work? And this is why I'm so passionate when I argue politics. I'm not arguing politics. I'm arguing for people that don't have what other people have. Mm-hmm. And I'm all for, you know, inspiring people to go for others to have those opportunities. Mm-hmm. You know, why are we not, you know, working on people's health and their food and their welfare so but they get attacked. It's like millionaires that host shows on the news are supported by billionaires. Mm-hmm. So, so what they do is they go to the people that are voiceless. Mm-hmm. So me growing up in, you know, we were not very, we didn't have money. I thought the word evict meant move. I thought they were the same word. Honestly, <laughs> I thought were was synonymous. I go, mommy, the eviction truck is here. We would get evicted or we'd move. Yeah, we kept moving, moving, moving because you know I have to live with my uncle or whatever the cir- circumstances were. But you know, bad, poor people food. You know, white flour and stuff like that. So my mission now, my purpose, is to shift consciousness, mm-hmm. offer people uh, you know some experiences that have happened to me that it can happen for you too even politically i don't talk politics mm-hmm. i talk ethics mm-hmm. and civics mm-hmm. and is it values mm-hmm. like if i'm not going to say anything bad about donald trump but i will say to people what i say to them is you know i'm not going to attack him or call him names that's what he does mm-hmm. i say does he resonate with your values mm-hmm. that's all i ask people mm-hmm. And they'll go, ah, you're liberal. No, just answer that question. Is he, His actions and who he speaks, how he speaks. Mm-hmm. does it? And if it does, that's fine. If mm-hmm. you can answer that. If you want those values for your mm-hmm. children, you want to pass those on, then I can accept that. But I'm saying, check yourself first before mm-hmm. your, your knee-jerk, regurgitated response that they've already handed you, the rich people. Mm-hmm. Just check with yourself. Check with your soul and see what it says to you. And that's... But, I, you know, I speak about laughter healing now. I do keynote speaking. And this is kind of the message that I'm trying to get across to people is laughter can engage that potential. It engages your truth, your authentic self. That's what it does. Mm-hmm. It softens everything. It, puts, it breaks down all the walls, right? All those obstacles that we put there or other people put there, they're all gone or they dissipate if you get into that state of mind.
1: And so, and can it doesn't can to. We end on that, to, that sound like an ending. It, 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 well, we can. And, and, and it doesn't have to be a, a joke, it doesn't have to be joke driven.
0: Nope. nope. It's just a choice. If you can make a choice. I told you, I can, I've been doing this all day today with you, is I could smile. Watch. And you smile back? <laughs> it's contagious. Yeah. It's just And I'm a contagious. good audience, too. Well, I mean, yeah. true, but, and you have a willingness, but still, even the unwilling have a really hard time not smiling if you smile at just think about it, it's just a reflection. It's a reflection of self. And so if we, if we can start to give that to the world, my belief is, you know, one at a time, they argue with me, oh, they come at me on Facebook. I, oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah, I go at it with them. And it's, um, I have a game, is another thing I reveal for the first time. I have a game with my friends. I have a lot of conscious friends. I really enjoy that. I enjoy sharing that. We go on private message and predict what they'll say. <laughs> I won't call them what they are, but I, I say of that ilk, mm-hmm. I would say of your ilk, the mm-hmm. follower ilk, we can predict every single thing they're going to say. All their attack methods, their regurgitation. And do you provoke of, them? I don't know if I, I try to inspire or not provoke. Okay, good. But you I like am a that. provocateur. <laughs> yes, as am I. There's a little side of me that gets a kick out of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'll, I, like I'll go on private message with a couple and, and I get a kick out of that I got it right. <laughs>
1: so. Yeah. Do you bet? Do you wager? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, yeah. Oh, of course we do,
0: because I'm very competitive. That thing's not gonna drop. Oh, my son has it too. Unbelievable. The other is nine years old, they have a fun run. And uh, they do a certain amount of laps, and he's so excited. How old is he's he? He's gonna nine years old, third grade, he's gonna set the record, and last year he did. Wow. His, and they, but they took it indoors this year and did Zumba. Oh <laughs> he was, was just see his little face. Aww. He was all excited, he's gonna get all the marks on his back every time he made a lap. Are, and then if they're trying to lead him, and he goes, hey, everybody, and they're arms up in the air, and he go, <laughs> But I saw myself in him, that competitor, that he was so disappointed.
1: So how do you, how do you impart this wisdom to your children? So, so at the dinner table, everyone goes around, So, yeah. what they're grateful for. How else do you incorporate this stuff into your life? What, what, way, what, what are the things that people can do to incorporate this thinking, to encourage others in their lives that need it, to uplift themselves. The biggest How key. How can we uplift ourselves? The biggest Fred? key yeah.
0: to everything Okay. is to find a higher source mm-hmm. that exists within, within all of us. You heard me on that show last week. It's the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. You know, She went all through this journey like we do. I talk about this on my podcast. The last one, I think, was Samantha Gordon. I really helped her through something. It's mm-hmm. called Can I Help You, my podcast. Dr. Craig yeah, yeah, and uh, this was a really good one. She was in a crisis. I talked to her. I said, you're Dorothy. And, um, so we go through this journey, mind, body, spirit, scarecrow, tin man, lion. Oh. And it all comes back to self. The, this essence, this light, this this being, this God, this higher source, this spirit How do people that exists in it, all of us.
1: Or the ha- when somebody is depressed, yeah, hopeless, yeah. How, what is the way to guide somebody to find their light? How, how that's why. Do, how do we do
0: that? Why do they call it practice? They call it practice because you have to practice. It's mm-hmm. a, it's a practice that you have to. Well,
1: what are steps that we can? T- what are steps we can help people take if they well, are Well, first, first
0: hopeless? of all, have a willingness to go there. Drop beliefs that you've had in the past. That's a tough one because I, when I was a kid, I go, I was raised different religions, and it's very confusing. So I, I say, uh, well, I come in. Just resentful, and yeah, it wasn't getting me anywhere. You know, righteous, I had all the answers and yeah. everything. And then suddenly, this—it's uh, just like pause for the cause. You know, pause for listening to yourself, and it eventually it comes out. If you stop the noise, you got to stop the noise, stop the news. That's one of the things I came up with in the the I said, turn off the news as much as you can, because yeah. their whole job is to get you upset. And then the drug company sponsors the news that handles the anxiety they just gave you. That is really interesting. So everything's in a cycle Mm -hmm. because look at the commercials. It's all about quick fixes, quick fixes that have the side effects. Literally three quarters of the side effects on Ambien, Mm -hmm. it could kill you. Uh, I need better sleep, not a Mm -hmm. dirt nap. Thank you. But I mean, I've, I saw this Triplexa the other day. I'm going, I couldn't even figure out what it was for because the whole commercial was all about what it could, how it could right, hurt you. Right, right, right. I what is it? And they end up going, yeah, stop you from having a stroke. <laughs> I'd rather have a stroke than walk around with diarrhea and do possible heart attack. Anyway, all right, that's their whole paradigm is it's set up that they will put you in fear, mm-hmm. and all politicians put you in fear. Yes. So how do you deal with fear? How did Dorothy deal with fear? She was of service to her friends. Remember, she just poured the water on them, and the evil melted away, which was all false anyway. It was all built up. She was nothing but, you know, who would have known that? And then everybody was going to kill her, you thought, when you watched that Mm -hmm. Wizard of Oz. No, they actually said, Hail, Dorothy. They were released from their fears. And then it all came to the light comes down and says, you had the answer all along. So we do have the answer all along. It does exist within us. Okay, but here, If we are willing to explore. Okay, but here's my thing. Yeah. When somebody
1: is depressed, I just went through this with a friend. Yeah. Very depressed, feeling very, very hopeless. Yeah. When somebody is in that state, trying to give them a rope. You know, you know that... that the life that, preserver. Yeah, life yeah. I threw, right. God, I threw you the preserver. I did yeah. this, you know, and... Uh, How do you throw that light, how do you shine that light when somebody isn't willing, doesn't wanna see it? Interesting
0: you should say that because you just be your light. If you're in your light, it's attractive. Mm. Some people in the dark, they can't see it, but they're gonna see it when they see it or they won't see it. Mm. That's the thing is I couldn't force this intervention from happening, but I went in and told her who I am and had the courage to do that, and told her how much I love her, so we're all here because we love you. Mm -hmm. And she got something that she's been missing in her life, obviously, because that's why she is drinking, is she's feeling not loved. Mm -hmm. So if this is love, if you want to call it that, divineness, whatever, if you give that to people, that's what they're missing, Mm -hmm. and that's why they're depressed, because they have no hope, they're not Mm -hmm. feeling love. If you look at them in the eye and see their spirit reflected upon yours, Mm -hmm. that's all you can do. And there's no timeline on it. There's no control on it. And that's the part we have a hard time with. We want it fixed now. Right. My son's going through something right now. I want it fixed now. Mm-hmm. My teenager, he's going through teenage stuff. Very hard on me, you know, because I have this, you know, codependent lock. Mm-hmm. But I have to say and remind myself all the time, even saying it to you now is a reminder of, okay, gotta let go here. Mm-hmm. Gotta let go and allow what's supposed to be to happen. You just keep shining. And he'll be attracted to it. For a while, he won't be, mm-hmm. because he's in the darkness. Mm-hmm. He's in, he, not interested in the light. Mm-hmm. If you're a dark person, you have no interest in anybody with the light. Right. Look how many people turned off here.
1: <laughs> so tell me, what's no your, light. No so light. so? What's your what's your daily practice for yourself,
0: Craig? Uh, it's never daily because it's too scattered. Okay. Too scattered of a, um, too scattered of a of a life. You know, obviously, four children. Two different wives, you know, the two are with one, two are with the, and it's it's really hard to get a regimen. I wish I had a better one, but I'm on the road. I just got in from Florida today. I was in Florida last night performing. And, so if uh, you
1: if you feel yourself starting to slip to a dark place, yeah, what do you do you catch yourself quickly?
0: Yeah. No, not always. That's everything is predicated upon the practice. Mm -hmm. The more you practice, the better you can handle any situation. Do you still go to meetings? Yeah, of course. Well, no, not of course. not not are not supposed to talk about it.
1: No, we can talk about. It. We just can't name them, but but we, we can talk about like, meetings and programs. Like, program like and
0: no one knows. Well,
1: it's it's. I've been I,
0: trying to avoid it the entire I, conversation. Well,
1: with Nancy, N- Hi, Nancy. Nancy's here. Oh, oh, Nancy.
0: Nancy, you have to watch from the beginning. I no. think we mentioned. She'll it.
1: She'll did go we mentioned. We did. About we talked about. Oh, we talked about Weezy. Well, I don't know if Yeah, yeah we talked about We Has that be an and, and Nancy for just lost her baby, and, and my heart to you, Nancy. Her little puppy. She lost her baby. Her oh baby. really? Yeah. Two days ago. Three days ago. I love you, Nancy. So uh, anyway, that's so 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 sometimes. So well, you started to say so sometimes you can. You, it's all you predicated upon the condition. The practice. So if, so if
0: I'm conditioned to mm-hmm. as a boxer, okay. If I stop my conditioning program, mm-hmm. someone's going to hit me and hurt me. Okay. Okay. If I stop my meditative program or my, or my consciousness program or control. whatever it takes. Oh, it takes a lot of those things. Yes. It's mind, body, spirit. You've got to keep developing your mind, keep developing your body, and keep developing your consciousness, your spirit, mm-hmm. mindfulness. Okay. So if I stay mindful in that practice, mm-hmm. it's a mindful practice. Mm-hmm. It's not easy because we're so distracted. Right. Look at this. Look what I'm <laughs> dealing with here. I got a camera over here. I'm looking at this. I'm looking at how many people are leaving the conversation. I'm, I'm wondering why Nancy didn't say hello. <laughs> Nancy! So, so uh, you know, I mean, it's, it's a lot of distractions. Mm-hmm. So what's it going to take? It's going to take solitude and working on self mm-hmm. to be a better self and to shine that light and people will find it. You don't know okay, always say so- to people, I said, you know, they come at me with these attacks. You live and all the names. Right. I said, I don't want what you have. Mm-hmm. I have no interest in what you have because I can see what it is, I can see the anger, I can see the rage, I can see the resentment, I can just see it spilling over, the confusion. There's no love in this message, there's no divineness to this message when they're attacking. And, and so, like I said, I don't make it about politics, I make it about finding yourself. This, this Dorothy journey has nothing to do with politics. By the way, that's the ultimate, Man behind the curtain. You're going to listen to this man behind the curtain and they all accepted their little fate in Oz. Ho, 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 and a couple la dee Happens for
1: my favorite movie, by the way.
0: Same here. Mm-hmm. And I, my whole speech is about that. I do a whole mm-hmm. speech when I'm speaking for Laughter Heels with corporations. I, t- I take you all through it. It's a metaphor for our entire life. Every single person, it's a metaphor. That's why it's everybody's favorite movie. Well. They even predicted in the movie it will stand the test of time. What other movies has ever done that and succeeded in doing? Remember in the beginning, it said it will be here for ages. Wow. That's what they say in the beginning of the movie. Wow. They talk about a positive affirmation. Mm-hmm. And they were right. To this day, everybody knows that movie. Okay,
1: so let's get back to this just to give people a practical thing. So let's say you're in a dark place. Usually when we're in a dark place, we're not really aware, so self-aware in those times. You, let's say, okay, so now you get aware. You're in a dark place. Yeah. You haven't been doing your practice, which is why you're in your dark place.
0: Well, you'll go deeper into the darkness if you're not practicing. Okay, yet. so yeah.
1: so what, what are the practical things you're going to do to... Because you want to get yourself out of it? Do you want to get yourself out of it?
0: Sometimes you don't. You wallow in that and then you'll find other people that will join you in that misery yes. because they'll endorse it. Yes, You're not going to find a lot of friends. I shouldn't say that. Well, actually, no, the road is more narrow of the friends that are going to encourage you to get back on that path. Right? I'm talking about most of the world is dark when you say... Okay. Most of the world has caught up into the paradigm that they feed us every day. It's a very loud voice, it's pounded into us. And by the way, I adopted that way of thinking. Mm-hmm. I used to be sexist, racist, all those things. I was, I was that's the way I was raised, and mm-hmm. it's pounded into you every single day. By multi-million dollar corporations, they have the whole voice. Mm-hmm. Are there, is there anyone on television going, hey, let's take a pause. Mm-hmm. Let's take a pause mm-hmm. for the cause mm-hmm. of the freedom of your soul. Mm-hmm. There's nobody doing that. We have us doing it in front of now four people. <laughs> Even Nancy dropped right. out.
1: Yeah, no, come on. So, so, so. Get, okay. So you, so you're in a dark place. So you were starting to say, people want to take you down, or people want to help you back up. Most would one,
0: have- most would rather you misery loves company, right? Okay. Most would rather that, except if you hang with you know some Spiritual of these. People. Yeah. Well, I I call it the rarefied air. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a real rarefied air to find those people that you can. I have, have my God true, squad. Yeah. God squad. It's true mm-hmm. vibration that you have with them. It's mm-hmm. true vibration. That's what we're all trying to get to is this true vibration that is, exists with all of us.
1: So do you know to make that phone call? Are you smart enough to make it? Do you have smart fingers? Do you know to make it that depends, call?
0: It depends if I'm in my righteous position, which mm-hmm. is usually because I'm weakened by my non-conditioning because mm-hmm. I'm being right too much. Mm-hmm. That's a bad practice. Mm-hmm. Or if I'm in the practice of my book is about that. <clears throat> you know, I wrote a book called Love Mastered, mm-hmm. where this woman was in pain mm-hmm. uh, and she said, uh, she wrote me a private message on Facebook, thought you mm-hmm. wanna know Matt and I are divorcing after 30 years of marriage. And literally, this thing came mm-hmm. over me. Tell the story. This thing came over me where I said, oh, this is, a, this is a shot from your true essence to reach out to her and share your story and share your pain and share all the obstacles, the rumbling, stumbling, crumbling that I had to go through. In my own divorce. Mm-hmm. So, um... Did you become
1: pen pals with her or something?
0: Well, what happened was, on private message, we went the whole year of corresponding. I ended up being amused for her. She was a brilliant writer. It was, mm-hmm. she, she was, like, put away. She had alcoholic, abusive husband, the old oh, deal. Oh. So I was like, you know, and, and I would share some things that were still going on with me and, the, you know, custody battles and all that kind of stuff. So our sharing together, we bonded. Mm-hmm. And here's how cool my wife is. She was totally into it. It was like I was having an affair. I mean, I was, I was love this woman, mm-hmm. and she loved me. Mm-hmm. Not in a sexual right, way. Right. You know, again, you get rid of these old systems and ideas, and I just said, just be there for her, and you'll be there for yourself in the meantime because you're being of service mm-hmm. by telling her, oh, here's some things that might happen. Here's some of my discoveries. Here's some of my recovery. Here's Sharing some. experience, strengthening Right, life. and that's mm-hmm. all I did with her for a year, and you just watched her blossom. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I don't want to spoil the book in case anyone gets it, it's called Love Mastered. It's, well, it, was, it, was, it was like a mastery it. of love is mm-hmm. what happened. So about midway through the year I said, you know, I, I also have a psychic sense that mm-hmm. I'm very developed right now. It's, it's freaky, you know, the psychic sense. I just pick, picked a baby for these people, didn't even know they were having one. Then I told them the gender. It just really is a very strong, from the practice, from the practice, because we all have it, we all have clear sentience or whatever mm-hmm. it is. I kept developing this, developing this. And I said, I see a man for you that you've never been with before, because she was always into the looks and all the stuff that we all go for, because we're taught.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I said, go for a man that's truly about love and divine essence and all that. As I, I see, she goes, no, I'm 50, it'll never happen. I go, oh no, it's happening. And um, I will say, I cheated it a little bit. I fixed her up with my friend. Three thousand miles away, by the way, and wow. now they've both never been. He was also in an abusive relationship. They've never been in love like this <gasps> not for the rest of their lives. It's a beautiful, beautiful story. If How I watch them, I watch them hold. Probably about six years now. I watch them hold hands. It's a, it's just adorable, you know. Middle aged people just have found their love finally. Aww. And it's, it was the most amazing ending to the book.
1: I love this. There's story. some things where the
0: book keeps go- going though because you know life goes on you still have to deal with people maybe some, some people with borderline personality disorder or narcissistic it's tough stuff mm-hmm. and that's where you really got to be resilient and work that stuff because that is a whole other level of dealing mm-hmm. with that because they'll never be wrong and they'll never apologize you can't expect them to You mm-hmm. get an unreason- fact, I've been there, done that. unreasonable expectations are going to mm-hmm. kill us mm-hmm. so I need to be reminded of that all the time and that's what it does. I even needed to be reminded by just saying it tonight because mm-hmm. I've, I've been in that little funk recently over something I'm that powerless over
1: yeah well, powerlessness so what do do we do what I do when I'm powerless as I turn it over and I didn't know what that meant right and uh, this guy this hip-hop guy uh, at this little room in New York said that what he does to turn it over is he takes an action because if he takes yeah. an action, then he's no longer in his head. Exactly right. And therefore, it's giving it up. So, that's washing a- the dishes. So, I have a joke with my friend, Emmy. Wash the dishes, Vicki. But that's it. what laughter does. Laughter's an
0: action. Mm-hmm. You're engaging every part of your body. is now being engaged in a way where you have now softened I don't, whatever... I don't know
1: about this laughter without the joke, though. I'm still a little stuck on that, although I've Watch. been... I,
0: it's already worked. Well, I see. I'm just thinking about it. Oh, watch this. I'll make you. them at home. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot to tell you one thing that I added yeah. in my research. Mm-hmm. This you might like. Okay. I added during your laugh. You express out loud what you're dealing with. Do it's it. the coolest do it. thing. Do it. I, I okay. Can. okay. All right. Um, okay. That's
1: ho- that's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't know if I can. No. Do watch, it. watch. 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 Yeah,
0: of course you can. Just being honest. Okay. <laughs> All right. Ready, laugh with me. <laughs> <laughs> Divorce <laughs> cost me so much money. My kids in college. I can't get them into no. the right <laughs> university of Phoenix is too expensive online. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So now, watch how you feel. Check in with yourself, and that's why i do doing a little Yeah, you just feel really feel the relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you feel a little warm and and fuzzy, and uh, so that works for me so much. And now I took the power out out of that financial condition of which we all have fear over and I just want ah, it's meaningless. I don't even know how much money I have in the bank right now. And I have so no idea.
1: How long does that last that freedom from that? Oh, it lasts
0: a very long time, especially mm-hmm. again if it's part of your conditioning. Mm-hmm. So you can do the laffetation. And it's amazing you know what can happen once you re- you know you remove these obstacles or you or you see them in a different way. You see how meaningless things are because I mean, we put so much attachment to things, and it has to be this outcome, and that's when we're in our biggest trouble, that's when you're like this, you're trying to win. not gonna win that way. And I have to remind myself that all the time. So I'm gonna walk out of here inspired by just this connection that we had.
1: I I love that, as am I, and and I think you've given me some, I'm gonna try this thing with the laughing thing. (laughs) I, uh, do it right now.
0: <laughs> Tell me something that's going on with you. Go ahead. Just so, do it. Be honest. So... See, get out of your head and say something. i am I ever going to
1: make money from this fucking show?
0: <laughs> 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 Not, oh, today. Okay. Not today. Not
1: today. Not today. Yeah, okay. So
0: maybe... Uh, oh, yeah. It's so... so you keep going with that. You just yell about loud... I did it at a real estate seminar. 4,000 people were howling, laughing, and the people were saying stuff. Like, I lost a listening to a Zillow agent. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was it's so funny. I actually have a video on my website, and I think my Facebook page, the fan page, that shows you how the lavitation is done, and it's remarkable to watch people. You just see their whole... So, so if you're speaking just, in a
1: corporate gig, you'll go in there and you'll get everybody yeah, laughing? Yeah, yeah, I love that. It's
0: almost easy once you start, because you can't... You can't are, not laugh. Right, and you, even, even with the factor of you don't want to look like an asshole, you know, that's going to be, no, no, I'm not into this. You know, when I did rehabs, yes, they had no problem with that, because they were almost in it together, like, I'm going to show this guy. But um most people, they really do want to laugh. I actually have an acronym for it. It's laugh is love acceptance understanding gratitude humility that's the acronym Mm -hmm. love acceptance understanding gratitude Mm -hmm. and humility Mm -hmm. is our greatest teacher Mm -hmm. every time i've learned a lesson it's been from uh, being humble some lesson of humility yes usually for me exactly right and that's when you have to either double down and go down dark and deep and get in more trouble or you're going to double up your, you know, path attitude your, Yeah, exactly, mm-hmm. exactly. Mm-hmm. So,
1: well, I love all of this, Craig. So tell people where they can find. We you. went everywhere. We here. did. There, you um, know what? But, but no
0: script it's the only but, thing that's not on the table. Yeah, but we've but, got phones and But yes, You know what? That, that's
1: the way. I, I never have a prepared question because we went where we were supposed yeah. to go. Yeah, there are no accidents. There are no mistakes. We we did exactly what we were meant to do.
0: Down the four people. So. <laughs> So, Can people see this at another time?
1: It, always. It's, it's available forever. Okay. Yeah. So you'll also, promote it and tell people I'm gonna to, promote it. It's also gonna be on YouTube, but you'll also I'll send you the link, you'll okay. put it on your page. Maybe so if somebody's your feeling dark, it. maybe they can listen and to it, see you that's, tell them to go to see 110. loving this.
0: 110. What, because
1: what happens is when we're done, I sit down, I listen to the show again, and then I write these liner notes about oh, okay. the things that we touched on so right. that people will know what's in the show. Totally. And part of it is gonna be laughing to happiness. I, La- I lost
0: my I lost my uh my my meal mate. I'm supposed to go out with Franklin right no, now. No, Glenn, Glenn's Is he Glenn's still around? Around? here? Glenn's around. Don't worry.
1: Glenn's around. He'll be here. So, where So where can people come? CraigShoemaker.com. Find... Okay. You know?
0: I I have some local shows coming up, like Pasadena uh, Ice House. Okay, I put your I put Thank your, you. your thing up. I have a lot of uh, Agora Hills and Big Canyon Club. It's usually nice. packed with yeah, 700 people or so. But uh, yeah, I'm still out there kicking it with the uh, comedy.
1: So when you do the comedy, is your comedy different because your thinking is different?
0: No, no. As a matter of fact, one of my other goals is to build a bridge. There's spiritual people. Mm-hmm. They take themselves too serious. Okay. And they don't understand you can take another avenue other than sitting on a rock in Sedona <laughs> to get your spirituality. Mm-hmm. Or you know, going to a certain spiritual center or a meditation center. You can get there through the path of laughter. Mm -hmm. And that the problem with comedians, and many people in comedy, they're about cynicism and sarcasm, which removes you from spirit. It takes you away, you're in your head, you're not not in your lion, you're in your scarecrow. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to build a bridge from the woo-woo to the ha-ha and build this bridge where we understand it is a very spiritual practice Mm -hmm. to laugh more. Mm -hmm. And spiritually, and the comedians need to know that they have a gift. They have a gift of people that access their true feelings and their true self. They, they can help people get there. It's just that there's very little awareness. I'll be long dead by the time people get this. But that is one of the messages, one of the seeds that I am trying to plant is to have people have that understanding and have a willingness to get that. Because I perform for spiritual people. It's not an easy audience. Yeah, I bet it's not they, go, they, easy they, they're, they're, because they don't Because they don't know who they are yet. A lot of them. I'm generalizing, but they don't know who they are yet. Mm-hmm. They're still in this process of, of learning and a million books and it's this book, it's that book. But it's how they sit this is how they watch a comedy show. Wait a minute, I think I'm supposed to be sensitive to that. I don't think I think that's inappropriate. I gotta check around. Oh, they're not laughing either. I'd say stuff like you know, like painful stuff and i go, Oh, no, laugh. It is I this really quick joke. I go, my father left when I was born. Something I said, wham. You know, I mean Oh no! I'm fine. You know what I mean? But people uh, of that ilk—they mm-hmm. also have a difficulty getting to the pleasures of life because they're so serious. Mm-hmm. They think you have to do this all the time, oh, mm-hmm. and it's everything soft. <laughs> oh bless you! And when they hug you, it has to be heart to heart. Can't be this way. So now you're all mixed up. I don't even know about that. Oh jeez. But you need to hang out with all more of these, the woo-woos. The yeah. woo-woos, but that's the thing. So don't we want something kind of that connects the two? And the comedians, we know, 1 o'clock in the morning, sarcastic, just, you know, about themselves, trying to get laid and all that kind of stuff. So why can't we bring the two together? And that would be one of my big goals. So how,
1: how, do, how do you, pl- uh, how, like, what's one way you can implement that? You can facilitate that?
0: Well, uh, by teaching it. I mean, this is something that I've learned about and trying to, it's a goal, it's an intention to, mm-hmm. you know, that's why, again, when I'm arguing with people on Facebook, <clears throat> they're talking to me like I'm what they're labeling me. Mm-hmm. California, liberal, libertard, all those things, I've, I already have labeled, but I'm trying to, you know, connect us mm-hmm. on common ground, which we hopefully all have the common ground of love and acceptance and all of those things, and good values and morals. You know that, that don't shift with your party. Mm-hmm. You know because you're behind someone. You're not all in on anybody. You know then you're deifying someone. We don't want to do that either. Mm-hmm. We want to understand that this is where it exists and mm-hmm. here. The true consciousness always tells you the answers.
1: Mm-hmm. I love
0: that. I'm always looking for a button here. Like well, a I, button on the show. Well, <laughs> I, I, I,
1: I think the true consciousness and the connection. I think connection is the button on the show, uh, and I love that. Uh, that there was no agenda here. That this wasn't about promoting anything,
0: or it wouldn't be nice of- if a couple people came to my show. <laughs> I know not get a lot of laughs today. All right,
1: so so from, so uh, girl. So I'm going to call the girls. So L and and all the girls who were on the thread. We're gonna we're gonna have to go see Craig and. And, and do a lot of laughing. And I've Elle's seen Ella at the Canyon Club. She yeah. brings a big gang. Yeah, Ella's great. Jacobson and all that. Ella's great about that.
0: Yeah. Um, and, and, and thank you for driving in the teeming rain. It was really worth it because... I took
1: a ferry. <laughs> That's how bad it was. <laughs> it was. It was the arc was coming yeah. over the thing. But this was a really important conversation. And I, and, I, and I am confident that many people will find it after the fact. I hope the, so. The, the, the little numbers here. Next week... on by the way, write me yeah. if you did.
0: I would love to hear from you. That Maybe be you'll great. be my next book. I love that. You can write me a private message or I love when I hear stuff like that when mm-hmm. people say i really You know that took me in a different direction because that's what I'm trying to be as a disruptor mm-hmm. You know disrupt You know this this common paradigm that just keeps flowing and flowing for it just keeps going, you know there's nobody a Disruptor of, of that system of doing things and that's what I'm trying to do is go eh, Think about that a little different you know, check with yourself. So if I have disrupted anyone to the point where you'd say, "Hey, I never thought of uh, my divorce that way. I can approach it that way, or I never thought of pain that way, my depression that way. Thanks for uh, you know, or whatever, or maybe, maybe. check out my podcast. And maybe they can. Uh, that's all about helping people. That whole podcast. It's called Can I Help Be a Dr. Craig Shoemaker? Okay, and they can find that on they can.
1: Yeah, Google everywhere. And on Instagram on Craig
0: Shoe, I need followers.
1: Okay, he needs followers. They won't verify
0: me. They don't care about my big career. Oh. I got all these perform for presidents and all this, you know, comedian of the year. They don't care because it's not current.
1: Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna put your I don't at, have a check You're at Craig Shoe Craig Shoe and it'll I'm, be in the liner. The notes. Love
0: Master on Twitter. I'm a little better with followers on that, but I had to like follow him. Sixteen thousand people to get yeah. to get it, but yeah, you know, follow me and uh, you know stay in touch with one another and kind I of grow that. together. And be really. Great.
1: I find Facebook is where the conversation really happens. I agree. I You know, agree. It can the, go all the, long form,
0: and we're long form people. We are long you long, Can't shut us we're, up. We're on two hours. <laughs> of? We are long form people. Your next, poor son okay. is sitting here going. I know. He's oh like end it already. End he's, it. He's actually going. Oh my god, she met her match <laughs> here. This guy talks more than she does. <laughs> <laughs> that's
1: hard to do <laughs> um, next week on game changers Lauren Gold he plays keyboard with the who okay Ooh. with the who for okay. a long time and Lauren's gonna be here and um, maybe we'll get him to, to do some playing Craig thank you so much for making that trip mm, that. thank you sweetie. your non-jealous wife Harry thanks for staying oh watch this show, show up <laughs> <laughs> I'll
0: show you she could be watching oh. us make out good oh for you God. I'm just kidding. good for her
1: no. We'll see you next week on Game Changers. Take care.